There we go. Sleeves all rolled up. We're ready to roll. Oh, we started. We started now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to start this episode, right? Because I've got beef. Uh, I didn't mention this. Oh, we're getting right into yeah, the cold intro? This. Okay. Cold intro. <laughs> cold intro. Just want to say fuck you and Liam. Right? <laughs> because I listened to your episode. And I don't know if you expected me to listen, but I did. And uh, it's Harry, by the way. Um, we'll do the intro in a bit. <laughs> oh, fair but yeah. So on that episode, you two had a little bit of a bitch about me and Nathan ruining one of the episodes because you forgot <laughs> to put it back up on YouTube or whatever. And it was because that me and Nathan started saying a certain person's name too often. And then when you release the original episode, you, we, you forgot to edit one out or bleep it. And uh, it got us in trouble. And you said it was a tired joke. And I'd just like to say on myself on behalf of Nathan <laughs> as well. Don't say it. I'm about to say don't it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But look, no, I'd like... We, we did take the piss on that. I completely. <laughs> and like, had it been my podcast, like, I would have been really annoyed. <laughs> but because it wasn't, I just found it so funny. It was like when we recorded, I don't know if Liam ever released it either. But when we recorded oh, we uh, Armageddon, yeah. we absolutely off our face. I don't know if he did. No, I don't think he did. I, I mean, I but, wanted him to because yeah, we were Me and Greg <laughs> were just so wrecked that we just kept laughing. It was just ruining the episode when Liam was really trying to monologue. But yeah, um, I mean, want to say fuck you guys for that because I had a good time. That's that's fair. I'm, that was I'm, a good episode. I thought you were going to bring up the Marvel stuff as well. What? Well, oh, nah, nah. nah. We 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 have too much of a thing on that movie thing anyway. Yeah, I, and to be fair, I can get it. I can get the fatigue because I mean, like, I haven't watched Hawkeye yet, and like two episodes have been out. And like for me, I'm normally like bang on it. I mean, I didn't like the trailer anyway. Yeah, but I can understand it. I, I, it's just something for me. I feel it's the same with Liam with bad movies and maybe you with like kind of like horror movies or whatever, you know, certain types of horror movies or re- maybe even wrestling where you'll just like, no matter what, you'll consistently watch it, consistently enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And like there might be a few bits where you're like, oh, but it never turns you off it. Yeah, yeah, of course. In, yeah, like, yeah. in general. And I oh, think no. that's very much me with Marvel. Like Marvel's like my, like you wrestling to you. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like generally yeah, yeah. I can be pissed off of it. I can dislike it, but Generally, like, like I'm like, you'll I'm always go back to it. Yeah, exactly. Like an abuse. Level. When Eternals was brilliant, I don't care what Liam said. You haven't seen it yet, have you? I've seen it yet. It'll be on Disney Plus soon, right? Hey, imagine so. Like after 45 days, I think, because Shang Chi's already out. Um, I'm yeah. way behind on the films. And it, I don't think I've, I've not seen anything. It's my favorite MCU point. movie. I think, like genuinely, I'm still on that fence. Yeah, I'm staying there as well. Like, fair enough. I mean, again, if if you enjoyed it, I mean. Like I'm sure we'll have mentioned this. Like I'm, I simply the only one in the world who likes the new Ghostbusters. Everyone else thinks it's trash. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt bad because I really. The thing is, right? I, I don't get any enjoyment out of disagreeing with Liam, but it tends to happen a lot. Yeah, um, I, I can understand in this case when you were both like, "Nah, shit." I, I was like, I was like, me and me and Liam don't agree often, and it, it felt good to agree with him for once. Yeah, I can get that. Because I was kind of like, "Yeah, this wasn't good." Because to be honest with you, whenever he really dislikes a film. I expect to like it a lot. And whenever he really likes a film, I'm very much like, well. this is probably not going to be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> but no, we fell on the same side of the platform for that one. So um, No, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's not a saying. Just made it. You're on You're on the same side of the train. Right? You're, you're going in the same different. We're back for the same team. So show me some hot wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any pictures on you. I just pull stuff off my shelf. <laughs> Would you, fuck, pants up would you first? fuck this toy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd fuck that toy. <laughs> if anything, I'd Richard Gear that toy. <laughs> <laughs>
So hello everybody, welcome back to Young Men Yell at Clouds, the whole podcast about complaining and just having general chat with friends. As you've heard from the opening there, I'm back with another OG this week, we're with Harry. Hello. I've got my eye on you. Was it ready, Harry? <laughs> which, cam- uh, which camera am I looking at? Because there's only one. Is it the little white dot on the left? Yeah, just up there. Hello. With my pitiful setup. I'm getting a better one for Christmas. I actually quite like this. Yeah. It's weird looking cool. at myself. That's why I keep looking kind of like over here and like, welcome back. Hold I'm on. like, <laughs> I'm confident with the voice only, not the. Not looking visual. at yourself. Yeah. Hence why the YouTube stuff didn't really kick off with me. I was, very much, <laughs> I was very much, I don't want to be seen. <laughs> We'll just, we'll just get a pillow and put it over your head. Yeah, just blur my face out like on one of those crime watch rings. Have you seen this man? <laughs> Delivering parcels and getting angry. No. <laughs> All right, there you go. If you, if you live in the Northeast, especially Newcastle, and you need to work again, Amazon delivery, this guy. Yeah. He will throw it at you. And like, if you're wrong, I will argue with you. <laughs> he will. <laughs> just to be... Uh... Put that out right. good. Well, I think one of the reasons, we, well, I was always wanting to do an episode with you anyway, but then you, you kind of intrigued me this week when you said you really wanted to do it because of memory foam. Are we getting straight into this? Let's get straight into it. It's memory, like, we'll kick off from there. Yeah, why not? Um, right. So I wrote a little note down in my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, because I know you'd said, like, oh, we'll have to do it at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm not really been that very, like, since I, since I, so since like last time we had like I mean Liam's already mentioned that he was obviously supply teaching. Yeah, I've left teaching for now because like I think as we both like you know we've both said before it's just like it's a fucking draining job and like yeah, I was he, like you had a lot to say I was like really really low with it same as Liam had been and uh, I left it and I went and started delivering parcels for Amazon which is actually better money than I was getting teaching madly there you go. Um, and I've just like completely been happy and it's been rare that something's actually pissed me off. Um, but I bought some shoes right the other day. Right. So I'd they were only Primark ones, so they were like dead cheap. For anyone who doesn't know what Primark is, they like maybe lives abroad. It's like I think maybe like a Target or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, top, well, yeah, I get like if you go to a Target or a Walmart in America, they've got their own a bit like George has. They've got their own yeah. cheap clothes section. But imagine that, like, but just all clothes. It's yeah. just really cheap clothing. But it's, some of it, some of it looks nice. Yeah, and like basically because it was like. I'm running around all day, like in and out the van. And I just thought, I want to get some cheap trainers because, like, I don't want to buy any decent ones for them to get ruined. So I'm just going to, like, buy some regular crappy trainers and just wear them. So I bought these really well, these ones from Primark and I fell in love with them. They were dead <laughs> comfy and really nice. But then it got to the point where, like, I'd walk, like, within a month or so, because of the amount of, like, damage you were taking, just like being on the road and, like, the weather. Like, they'd fallen to pieces because they were only, like, six quid. So I was like, you know, I understood what I was getting. So I went to Primark again. I went back to get the same shoes because I thought you know, I know what they are. <laughs> so I went back to get the same shoes. They didn't have them in my size, but they had these other ones. And they mm. looked pretty much the same apart from they were like double the price. Right. And I thought, oh, I'm going up into the higher echelons of Primark's like, <laughs> you know, inventory here. So I put them on. I didn't try them on, sorry, but I looked at the size. I was like, they'll be fine. I just took them home. And I, when I got home, I tried them on. And I hadn't realized at the time, but they're memory foam. Right. Right. And I'm, I, I've always had a bit of a trigger with memory foam anyway, because okay. I think it's bollocks. But it really pissed me off because, like, I put them on. They're not, they're, they're not like any more comfy than the other ones were. But I read on the, the package, it said memory foam shoes fit multi feet. It doesn't. No. It's right. So memory foam is the con that everyone seems to just be okay with happening. So, like, I, I wrote down on my phone memory foam is bullshit. <laughs> that was the note. And then I messaged Greg saying, I need to have a rant about this. 
And now I'm like right and I'm feeling like I just sound like a really grumpy old man. But that's the, well, that's the whole MO. Why not? But basically, I feel like you know, like memory foam pillows and all that shit. I don't know. Do you have any? Do you? Use no. No. Well, <laughs> because you know, how you see those adverts where like it's like memory foam mattress, memory foam pillow, and like the person lies on it and it molds around their head. Yeah. Like a suction cup, and that's meant to be comfy. One, it's not comfy, and no. two, it doesn't fucking do that. Like the most it gets is a little tiny indent, and then it's just really firm, and it's like just not nice. And I think it's like something like you remember Herbalife. I don't know if it's still going. Herbalife. Mm-hmm. It was like that fucking like shaky drink pyramid scheme thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That somehow managed to get. I think Cristiano Ronaldo got involved with it at some point. I think like, it literally <laughs> took over like sport and world. Didn't right. Like, people were trying to like sell these shakes because it's a good way to lose weight, and if you join, you can lose weight and earn a load of money. And it was essentially a pyramid scheme. And I'm kind of under the illusion that. Memory phone comes under the same thing, but it's just not a pyramid scheme. It's just a big fat con, and mm-hmm. I hate it. I don't, I don't really have much more to say about it. No, it just really pissed me off because I was like, I don't, you know, it, it's just, I don't know anyone who actually likes it. I, I can understand yeah. maybe if you've got a bad back, the firm nature of the mattress is good because it doesn't move too much when you get up, but it doesn't do what it says in the tin where it's like, you know, yeah. you get, I expect it to lie down on it, right? And it to have my shape in my body. And then when I get up, it's still there. So I can just like kind of slot back in like Woody does in Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't do that. It doesn't. I, mean, mm. I, I remember the adverts used to be like that as well. Mm. It would be like, you'd get like that woman who'd lie down on a bed and there'd be like this massive indentation. And yeah. she'd be like, this is good for your spine. It like, just doesn't look comfy. I mean, like who wants to say, it's like, you know, when Stewie goes to sleep in Family Guy and he digs like half a hole in the ground. Mm. And he puts half his head in. That's essentially what they're doing on the adverts. <laughs> yeah. And it just doesn't look comfy at all. Who wants to sit with a head like indented into something? It would smother you. Hey, exactly. I mean, you're right as well. It's 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 this really expensive con because when I used to work retail at TK Max, the most expensive pillows we get in would be the memory foam yeah, ones. And the, it's bollocks. Yeah. It's just really heavy as well. I'm just like, does like, this really what people want to sleep on? And I, I'm weird. Like, I it's with a mattress like this, like this one's got a bit of a spring in it, hasn't it? Uh, it's yeah, like a springy one. Oh, I sat yeah. on the bed for audio listeners. Um, Production. Yeah. But <laughs> I sat on the bed and like I prefer these type of matches, but they got a bit of bounce in it because I feel yeah. like it's a bit nice, a bit more comfy. Whereas you get on a memory phone, you, you're like, you go to a hotel and they've got a memory phone matches. You jump on the bed because you want a little bounce. You can just boom. And it's like, oh, my back. <laughs> I've just put my back out. <laughs> it's like, it's like memory phone's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it just right. pissed me off because then, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of do like these shoes now because they are quite comfy, but there's, the memory frame makes no difference to that. Like, it's not molded to my toesies, so when I put it in, it, it, like, anyone could put their foot in that. It's not going to be like Cinderella. Mm. They're not going to be like, oh, I can't wear this shoe. It doesn't fit. <laughs> like, anyone could wear them. Yeah. It, it is comfy, but it's no more comfy than the other shoes that I got for half the price. And it just really pissed me off that I paid double. Well, there you go. I mean, you look nicer. You have control on that as well because you've had both pairs. Yeah, exactly. You can be like, well, yeah. I have these ones. And they were fine. These ones were all right. But were to my head. If you any different me, than them. If you asked me, would I buy them again? Yes, I would. <laughs> 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 but if they had the other ones on my sides, I'd go for them. They're yeah, all right. And they're, they're no more. You know, they're exactly the same comfort. I mean, given that you wore them, do you see like any kind of benefit for someone who might have like? Because usually stuff like that, the, the I have bad feet. Yeah, the only have bad feet, right? Well, I've got bad feet and bad knees. Like I had certain, yeah. like I shattered my knee. So I mean, like. For me, this is amazing. I'm even able to run, and I'm losing like load of weight because I'm finally, after like three years since my injury, able to actually do any kind of exercise where I'm not getting injured. And it's like that's one thing that's good about the job. And I'm starting to build my fitness up again. And like my knees aren't having any problems, but they weren't with the other shoes. So I like mm. 
I don't know if it's just like because I started walking on the routes because there were lower routes when I started and now because I'm getting big routes, I'm running. So I don't know if it's just because I've been building it up and I've been doing it gradually. I'm not just going all out trying to get back into it and injure myself. But I normally have issues with like my arches and my feet because I've got really high arches and wide feet. Yeah. See, I walk, apparently, it's been a while since I at the doctors, but when I was there once about my feet, I walk like that. Oh. Like inwards, I think, is what they said. So, yeah, um, well, you can see how high my arch is. I think mine are just quite flat. This is great audio. It is, right? <laughs> We're just looking at each other's feet, guys. For all you Quentin Tarantinos out there. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't right. know this was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, but, but when me and Liam told you, did you look back and go, you know what, there was a lot of foot stuff there? I, to be honest with you, like, this is going to sound really <laughs> bad, but generally I don't find like Quentin Tarantino films that memorable in terms of, like, I could point to certain bits, like, you know, I count six, shot, six shots in Django. I'm not going to say the other bit, but... Right, okay. You know, yeah. and there's certain bits like that, and, like, within films, that, and, like, you know, obviously... The senior candy, whoever he's called in Django. As you can tell, how memorable I find Quentin Tarantino films. All my references to <laughs> Quentin Tarantino films are from one. one I, think, film. I think you're right. I'd say Pulp Fiction's the one people seem to remember the most. I remember the dancing the most, bit. It's the most quotable and it's got the most bits, I think. I think it's gen generally because like I only ever see one of his films once. And I'm like, yeah, it was really good. Don't need to see it again. True. And then it's because like his films so are so long as well. Yeah, I mean, it's film he's very much a dialogue heavy man, which is probably mm -hmm. why it's not always easy just to remember like yeah. full bits because he has full monologues in there. I remember the bit so one of my favorite bits from any movie I've seen is uh the Monsieur Lepedi scene. See, I'm saying I'm quoting the exact bit now and I'm saying it's not very memorable. <laughs> but the one with um Christoph Waltz when he's at the farm. And the, the the Jewish people are hiding under the the floorboards. Oh, the start of the of the milk. Of yeah, glorious bastards. Yeah. Like that scene is like chilling and excellent. But uh, I yeah. think I think for me the best scene in that is when they're in the bar and he gets rumbled because he does is that the, the fast, he does it's fast bender yeah. fast bender because he does the free wrong. Yeah, he does the was it like the English free when he was supposed to do the European one, which yeah. is like that or something. That's yeah. Free, yeah. <sighs> oh. I remember more than I thought. I did. So once you get rolling, you know, it's like yeah. I still haven't seen. Uh, I was about to say 100 Ways to Die in the West, but that's not. That's Seth MacFarlane. No, what's it called? Fucking. Was I'm that one? Swearing this one. Yeah, I think go. I've been doing it already. So. Just go another time, guy. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that out. What's it called? Oh, oh yeah, Hollywood. One. Once upon a time in Hollywood. That might be, honestly, that's what I think that might be. Doing the worst parties is one of the only films I've ever, like, in recent years, I've actually bought. So you've got it, but you just haven't watched I it. I just haven't watched it, yeah. I, I'd say do I, I think it's... Every time I go to watch it and I look at it, it's like nearly three hours long. I'm just like... doesn't feel like it, though. It does not. Oh, that's no. all right, then. And I really like Leo, and I really like Brad Pitt. And they're tremendous. I, I just think it's as... Because <clears throat> uh, Reservoir Dogs is my favourite. This would probably be nearly a close... That, second, that's the one with uh, Roth, isn't it? That's the first Roth. one that he did, where it's like you know, the men in suits, and it's all just in one location. Uh, why do I have to be Mr. Pink? Exactly. Yeah, 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 there you go. Um, but yeah, Once Upon a Time Hollywood's great. Um, it, it, um, it, it is one of those ones where he does alter history again a little bit. Not to spoil it too much, but... Um, I know she lives. Yeah, so he basically spoilers. changes... Yeah, I gotta go spoilers, guys. Um, he does... So she lives, and obviously that's like a big thing. But like, again, his films have often been viewed as being the original universe kind of idea because like they're all linked by brands and mm. characters that appear or are related to other characters um but like the the ending of it's like one of the most violent yet hilarious things ever <laughs> it's so funny i was dying in the cinema when i, I saw might, it i do need to watch it and i've been meaning to it's just every time like i'm sat down to watch a film 
and I just go through it and I'm just like, oh, I don't know, I'll just put something strip like easy on because I'm not really in the mood to sit and watch. Um unless I'm in the cinema, you know. True. Yeah. I think it's one of the reasons why like, I haven't released a pick and mix episode for so long, just because whenever whenever I sat down and like listened to the audio, I'm just like, Oh, I'm not really enjoying it. So I think I just kind of left it. For a okay, bit. fair enough. But um I'm gonna hoping to do a predictions episode for No Way Home and then into the new year. Get back in it. Well, get back into it's it. like I'm sure as you heard on the last episode, like where Bear Hug's taken winter off, well not winter, Christmas off. Mm. We're we're breaking December because we're gonna come back a bit revamped in January, I guess mm. like a season two. Yeah. Um I think Liam's doing the same, so maybe worth considering as well. Well that's what I think I'm just gonna because I've had like I think the last episode released was the Black Widow one. Mm. That was a while ago. So plus plus now that it's not and we've recorded since I've just like I don't know what it is. I've just had a bit of a block with it. So I just thought you get like that. I just thought, do you know what? I'm enjoying the foot because I'm doing a football one as well. So I'm doing that every week, and it's consistently every week. And I think because where I was at with the teaching, and I was starting a new job, just been really busy, and so I thought I don't have time to start it. So I'm going to do like some Spider-Man stuff leading into No Way Home, which you're welcome to join on. Oh hell yeah! Because we're uh, I think Ben might See, be coming back. The oh awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, despite the Marvel fatigue, that's I am excited for Spider Man. Yeah, I'm like for sure. Do you know what it is? I mean, like, like I said, I'm never going to be fatigued with Marvel. Like, you can, yeah, you can literally keep like spoon feeding me, and I'll eat it and eat it. But I feel that like the hype for this film mm-hmm. is surpassing like Endgame. I think it's getting there. I think it, well, the trailers have already surpassed like the views that Endgame ever did. True. I mean, I mean, given given that it's just the rumors, and if any of the rumors are even remotely true, mm. it's got there's a lot to be excited for. Because I mean, you've got to figure there'd be a lot of people who maybe aren't a big fan of the modern Marvel, but were uh, still a big fan of Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Mm. So that'll get asses in seats. Probably likewise for Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I watched, do you know what? I watched the original Spider Man one last night. And I'm sorry, I know everyone loves Toby, but he's just not, he's not good he's, in that film. No. Like, he's not really a good actor, let's be honest. I, do you know what? There's certain things where I'm like, you're a good actor. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I was just watching it, and I don't know if it's the direction, but those awkward pauses he have when someone speaks to him, and he just doesn't reply, and he just smiles, and then it cuts away, and I'm like, do you just stand there smiling? Like, it, it's just, and I just feel like, for me, he's neither Peter Parker or Spider-Man. So, and I think... There's a massive nostalgia thing with him where everyone's like, because the the films like, I don't I think I'm like I don't think they hold up particularly well, but I still love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They were like you were growing up as a kid, and I feel that there's a massive bias towards them because of that. It's the same as like a lot of people hate the prequels of Star Wars because they had that nostalgia bias towards the original trilogy, which were better overall. But I think Phantom and Revenge have got a bad rap for mm-hmm. no for like you know when they weren't actually that bad. Um, compared to the originals, well, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I think I think the reason why I don't necessarily hate to make it's because, um, if you know Sam Raimi, he was a he, he was a huge Spider Man fan, but he grew up with when it started with the comics, mm. and I think that's what that's what very much what his films are like. He his Peter Parker is how he originally was, like, he was a proper nervous nerd, yeah. and now, now he's kind of involved, like, so he's not really our Spider Man because what the Spider Man we used to be, yeah, he's still like a smart brainy, getting a bit of an awkward nerd, but he's mm. also funny and he's a bit more charismatic and he's a bit more brave whereas yeah, our other one I, he's I only brave so. but he's actually in the suit i guess but i just think there's a there's a le- there's like with the peter park in the original spider-man comics there's a level of like nerdy and kind of awkward and nervous mm-hmm. that i think you know he is but i think toby goes like past that it can be a little bit, much at I, times. I think it goes like yeah. creepy and just very much like 
this is not how a person is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it's just, it's just not, just doesn't sit right. And I think a Spider Man like is not, is not as good either. No, you know, I think. But you, it's just, it's just the, 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 for me. There's a lot. I understand why people love it because, like, for a long time, I did. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we've had better partners in Maguire, uh, and Spider Man. <laughs> we've had better Maguire <laughs> yeah. since we've had better Peter Parker than Spider Man in the iteration since his. And I think that the hate that Garfield gets is is so. Un- I feel, well, to be fair, I don't feel a lot of people hate him. I know Liam does. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what what Liam's beef is. I, I, to be honest with you, the Amazing Spider-Man one I think is actually a really good film. Yeah, there's, I certain, there's it. certain story like the parents' storyline are just like trash. It's like stop because <laughs> they're trying to blend like Silver Age and, and Golden together. I haven't seen the second one. Did they bring up the parents' storyline in the second yeah, one? Yeah, and look, the second one is a car crash. Yeah, but the two consistently great things about it, Emma Stone and and Andrew Garfield, and I feel like you know the call of the movie. I think they're a lot better as a as a power couple in the film than MJ and. Uh, you know, Peter are in the original trilogy. Yeah, you you, you feel like I I never bought the romance between Peter and MJ no. and the Maguire one. Well, the thing it is never felt well. like they actually loved each other. It just felt like they got together and then just hated Do you each know other. How old they both were in the original. I uh, know. So I think at the time of filming the first one, this is what Steph told me last night when we were watching it. I yeah, I don't know if it is one hundred percent accurate, but she told me that she was saying when they started filming it, he was twenty seven and she was eighteen. Right. So I mean, like, there's no wonder they didn't have much chemistry because realistically, yeah, like, that's like ten years. Your whereas, senior. like, yeah, uh, oh, what's she called? Yeah, Gwen Stacy, um, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, and Andrew Garfield, very much same age. Obviously, they were a couple in real life as well. So they have that chemistry there that, that was natural, but also mm. so good on screen. Like that, that for me, like surpassed anything else that any of the other movies have done, although Tom Holland and Zendaya have got good chemistry as well. Again, I think I think it's just if the actual if the actors are actually smooshing behind yeah. the scenes, it just seems to translate. Well, well. isn't there a thing <laughs> that that's meant to kill the chemistry once they bang it's meant to be I, over? I guess but... it depends, I suppose. I mean if they're that... actually in love, why not just get that on the screen? That's what they said on friends, but everyone hates friends now. I actually brings me up to my one of my things I should bring up later. But before we get to that, I want to go back to the original Spider Fan series. I think I find this interesting and I'll bring it up again on the episode we'll do. Uh, do, do you know what the original genesis of that first Spider Man series was? Like, who was, 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 uh, who, who was going to be behind it, essentially? Who was originally brought on? This would be interesting to hear oh, if you don't know this. Crew? Like, just give me the, the, the first name. Oh, you're talking about the director and writer? Yeah. Is it? It's not David Lynch. No, not David. No, Lynch. no, no. Oh, oh, that would be interesting. No, I know it's it's someone. Oh. Biggest, well, biggest director certainly of the nineties, as well as. Is it not Fight Club director? Nope. No. Nope. What's the first name? James. James Cook. No, no. James. James Cameron. Really, James Cameron. So I, I'm. I, so I've started reading. I've read I a book. I'm sure there's a Lynch. Version. There might have been. There's so. I read this really interesting book recently, and it came out in 2002. And it's the it was the greatest sci-fi movies never made. Mm-hmm. And it was this guy who ch- just charts every chapter is like about a different film. And he charts the history of like uh-huh. how uh, it was going to get made and didn't. And obviously, the book came out in 2002, so that would have been right when that Spider One came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, between doing True Lies and Titanic, James Cameron was brought on board and even wrote a script. Was eager to do it, but then that's when copyright issues kicked off because obviously at the time Marvel was nearly going under yeah. and then why the rights were all over the place. Yeah, yeah so like during that point the rights went between several different studios and all them kind of closed down for whatever reason and then 
when it got to the point of newly being made, a massive lawsuit happened where you had these various different studios saying, well, no, we still own the rights. No, we own the rights. And that's why it took so many (laughs) years until Sony won and were like, well, we've got the rights. So how close to that script is Raimi's? Very different. Like, again, this, this is what this book shows. Like, a lot of films will, like, it's amazing how in Hollywood people will be brought on and actually paid a lot of money to come up with a film idea. But it can start off here, and then it could be somewhere completely yeah. different by the time it gets there. Because usually they'll first see a script and like it, but then be like, "Okay, well, this is too much. We can't do this." Mm-hmm. Then a director will have to leave whatever reason, so it gives it to someone else or a different script writer. Mm-hmm. They'll completely change it. Um, and from what I remember, his script was not bad. I think the villains in it would have were going to be like along the lines of sort of like Electro and the Sandman, and there was mm-hmm. another one there. I can't quite remember. Um, but it sounded quite interesting. He was very eager to do it because he was a big Spider-Man fan. Even Stan Lee at the time said, if there was one man to bring the script, bring Spider-Man to the big screen, it would be Jimmy James. So yeah. he, Stan Lee was very keen for him to do it, but just I'm couldn't glad never got that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of Cameron. I'm not a big fan either. No. I mean, early stuff, yeah, like Terminator 1 and 2, Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not that attached, but like, yeah. I, I don't rate Titanic as a film. I mean, spectacle wise, I, I, I guess to. I used to, right? When I was younger, and now when I watch it, whenever I've tried to watch it, I'm just like, oh no, it's just it's just the whole thing of like I think it's just because I like Leo and I like Kate Winslet. Maybe I just I just think that's the whole thing, it's like it's this big historical disaster, but it's just more about like a love story. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I'm, I can't, I'm, I can't Avatar's shite. Yeah. Oh well that that was featured in the book as well. So when the yeah. book came out, one of the, the whole chapter was on him. No, I think it was maybe part of the Spider-Man one. Anyway, basically he's he's been trying to get Avatar made since the nineties. And when when the guy in the book described the treatment, it's basically how it sounds when it came out. Right. Because like even in the book, the chapter ends though with him saying he doesn't think he'll ever make Avatar, and lo and behold, he has. Yeah. And since then, we're now waiting for four sequels. Oh, I think geez. it's up to now. Like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, like, I'm, I don't doubt it'll visually look amazing, but mm-hmm. I mean, even then, it wasn't enough for me. Like, it's what I said with Doom. Doom's the best thing I've ever seen on a screen, but I think the rest of it is very much like I've seen this before. Yeah. In terms of like the TV ser- series, did it well? It mm-hmm. certainly did it better than the than the original. Yeah. And that was David Lynch, wasn't it? That was Lynch. Yeah. yeah. That was your... who, who does Fight Club? That's Lynch. is that Lynch? No, I might be. I can, I, you have a quick Google. Yeah. I'll see, we'll see if we can pull it up. But yeah, the, the, the book was really fascinating. It covered like a lot of stuff I'd already heard of before and a lot of stuff I hadn't. It went into the whole... Um, one chapter was all about trying to get Fantastic Four films made. And it went into the whole like how the Roger Corman's company made one. But that was just so someone could keep the rights so it never got released. Fincher. David Fincher. There you go. Mm. You can see why you'd yeah. get the two mixed. I think Fincher might have been the Spider-Man thing I was thinking of. Possibly. I'm, I'm trying to remember if there was any other directors that were brought in the chapter, but the main thing was obviously James Cameron. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I mean, it, like, because like, he was literally going to try and make it between True Lies and Titanic. So he was already mm. pretty big with True Lies at that point. But then obviously Titanic yeah. became the biggest thing on the planet. Fuck James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but going back to something you said there, I think this, this is something I did want to bring up and I completely forgot is how. So I, I do love Friends. I, I still think it's funny. I still still watch it. But you know, I I, 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 I yeah. hate that. I'm not sure if this is the first sitcom to do it. There was certainly the one where it became a popular idea, but it's ruined the whole 
thing of romance and comedy because every storyline now is will they, won't they? The whole Ross and Rachel thing. Like, yeah. I've, like I see it in so many now, and it just kind of infuriates me, especially. What, in like long... sitcoms, you mean? Oh, mostly in sitcoms, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, well, it's like the big band theory copied it with Penny and Leonard. Yep. Um, you've got so many. Scrubs did it for the first three series, but they're quite funny with it because you get to the fourth one and he gets Elliot and then he's immediately like, I don't want to. Yeah. And they actually make a joke of it about the being Ross and Rachel. So I think Scrubs had the benefit of coming up like, wasn't it? Like, it was like kind of coming up as Friends was coming to its end. Yeah. So it was been just about airing as Friends was right. right Yeah. So I think they, they, they were learning that, like, you know, we can take from the good, but also, like, you know. Yeah move away from it i mean like how i met your mother like that's just the biggest <laughs> it's the biggest waste of time ever when you like I, I used to really enjoy watching it and then like it's like you know dexter or was it was his comebacks like recently but, yes yeah like dexter got ruined for me like by the, i mean I, you know after season four i think it was have you watched dexter or not? no i remember watching it the first season when it first came on but i never got gripped by See, it like, I, else I, really, I, I really i really really, really liked up, it up until the end of john lithgow season where a big character dies mm-hmm. right but then it starts going downhill but i was still kind of on board because i liked how much i liked it before but then the way it ends it completely ruined the whole series for me whereas like, i could never watch this again now you know um and i feel like how i how i him about the same thing game of thrones almost had the same thing and it's not because I think it's a particularly bad end. I just didn't like it, so it's kind of like oh, I, no, like, like, I feel like wasting my time. So, like yeah. how how I met your mother, I never watched it when it, was on, when it was on TV. But I remember when they added it to Netflix. I was like maybe in my last year of uni, mm-hmm. so I was getting added like a lot. I, I remember it was just around Christmas time, second or third year of uni. I had to, like I was at a point where I was doing lots of work, and I had it on the background, mm-hmm. but I was still watching it. So I flew through all the. It's, one of those, it's like Friends night. Yeah, you just yeah. Leave it on and it's yeah, just... right. So I flew through it, laughed a few bits, and thought, you know what, this is actually a better show than I was giving it credit for. But then obviously, when I got to the ending bit, and I'd had heard what basically happened, I was like, yeah, that's the worst cop out oh, ever. I think, <laughs> I think I was in second year of uni when it was like kind of coming towards like the final few episodes, and there was only two of us in the house who really watched it, and uh, I remember her saying to me because like I never really i watched it but i never looked too far into it i was just enjoying it yeah and i never had any theories about who it was i was just very chilled and like she was one of these people's like deep diving into it and she was like i think it, i think she's gonna go back to robin that's what it's all about and i was like i'm reading it online i think everyone's <laughs> like and there's obviously like looking yeah. back you can see that we're clearly leaning towards that but what a fucking cop out man how oh, many my mother can i bang your aunt yeah. like that and i was just like i was how can you get it so wrong and I get I think it's because like you know they start off and like this is this is where we need to get to. This is where we're starting. And they can have some really good content in there, but then they're so hard like you know, focused on that ending. Because they've that said just, that was always the plan, yeah. right? That was always the plan that he was gonna end up with Robin, right? Because yeah. like um, but yeah, it was just the fact like if that was the case, it shouldn't have been a call, it should call the show How I Met Your Mother. It mm-hmm. should have been called something else. It, it just felt like <laughs> it was like Ted B, and, and obviously I know they say it, but it's like Ted being guilty that his wife's dead and he wants to go and get back with Robin. It was like, yeah, it was, it was you all along, and it kind of cheapens his whole relationship with the mother for me. And the mother was a cool character as well. Yeah, and it's like yeah. you build you build up this character there for like what was it like, like eight nine seasons? I just thought like making it die early was cheap. Yeah, was like, yeah. The whole point was like Ted realizing that like Robin, you know, him and Robin weren't the perfect fit, and that he found his perfect fit, and then you kill her off just for him to get back with the other one. And I was just like, oh, come on. Like, do, you think, do you think it would have been like. That was it, a shit, will it? Weren't it? Yeah. Do you, do, you think, do you think it would have been. It would have worked better for, like, say, the built up, obviously, this mysterious woman character. He's with her for a bit, but then realized he wants to be with Robin. 
and ends things with her to be with her, and then that's how that could have worked. Because oh, at least that way, too dark, especially when he has kids with them. Well, no, no. So it's it's not like um. So no, it it like cause that's the fit. Oh, I suppose I suppose that leaves a lot of pause about the fact like the kids wouldn't call them Mother Robin. It, so I was like thinking yeah. it's like he gets with the the white character, but then it, like well, it's almost instantly. Them, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah, and it just do you know what it is for me? It would have like you could have even maybe paid off the death a bit more if you just had her in longer. That's like, the thing because you know I mean? that last season's it's it's a lot shorter, isn't it? And it rushes a lot, well, especially I think, I think the end. Just barely anything. Yeah. It's just like, oh. yeah. And there's that whole scene where he, like, he runs, like, it's his past self, and he runs to her apartment, and he's like, oh, if I knew that you were right here all this time. Or and then, like, you make this really wonderful speech, and then it's just like, oh, yeah, I want to get around Robin at the end. And I'm like, you're just cheaping all that other nice stuff that you had with, like, about her. Like, <laughs> oh, really pissed me off, because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like to cry watching stuff. Like, I, I'm weird like that. I enjoy if someone reads something really gets me emotional. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. And um. So I feel like then it's doing its job. Yeah. And I feel like we've, they were trying to make the mother's death kind of like a, a really emotional thing where like she was like, oh, I'll never get to see the kids grow up and stuff like that. And it was like, I was like, I'm not feeling it because I no. don't care about you really because like you, you're not a part yeah. of it. If it had been like um, Lily saying that, I would have been a bit like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah. But oh, Again, because I, I think I remember rightly that episode happens. It's like literally, I mean, that episode, it, that, that's the episode where it's literally, it just basically keeps jumping through time because you see like, uh, what's what's but is it Barney? Barney. Barney yeah. becomes a dad, and then yeah. that's where he becomes more grown up. And obviously, you see what happens to Lillian Marshall. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think it, it just season, gets to a scene that whole season of <laughs> yeah. Robin and Barney's wedding for them. The next episode, the next series, just to be divorced. It's like, all right, okay, just what? waste it off in time and yeah. storyline. Like, <laughs> I feel like you know what I mean. Like, if you're going to develop a certain thing and spend a whole amount of time, it's like you know when an episode does it where like. It'll be like it, it, they rarely do it anymore because of how much it pisses viewers off. But where it they'll like have this whole sequence of events, and it's like, but it was just a dream, and it's just like, <laughs> no, you just wasted my time. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was a really, really cool episode, but it doesn't <coughs> fucking matter in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, it's like the end of Twilight, like Breaking New Breaking Dawn Part Two or whatever. Like, I guilty pleasure I've got for those movies and the books, right? But that last scene, it's a fucking mint scene. Mm. And then it's like, oh, this is just what would have happened if you decided to do that. That's what I've heard, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, yes, that's kind of what he, that's what he sees in the books. And obviously the battle doesn't happen because he sees that happening. And it's really cool visual. But I was kind of like, how about make it happen? Just go crazy. Just like, do it. <laughs> just do it and say, all oh, these people are dead. But yeah, we won in the end. Like, just don't waste my fucking time. Yeah. That's like 20 years I'm never going to get back. Well, that's that's basically what I feel like now when I watch, especially sitcoms, and they basically are doing the whole will they, won't they, and that's the yeah. storyline they play out. And I like, only watched them now just yeah. because... Well, a lot, a lot of them, I think, now are hopefully trying to move away from it. But yeah, it just pisses me off to no end. Like, if you want to do that story arc, fine, but don't do what Friends didn't have that last for the whole of your run. I, I think it's just a lot more interesting. If you want to tease it for a couple of seasons, fine. But then after that, get them together and then try and come up with interesting shit around I'm just it. Glad to I don't watch lots of <clears throat> I watched uh, Kim's Convenience recently. Been through all that. And I know Liam loves that if he's listening. <coughs> I'm not going to do the impressions. I've never seen it, so it'll be lost oh, on me. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Okay. It's Simu Leo, uh, <clears throat> Shang-Chi. Okay. And um, it's about, there's like a whole will they, won't they, with him and his boss. And like they finally get together, and then the very last episode, they just break up, and it's like, oh. <laughs> and then because the season, the 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 showrunners like stopped the seat, like the season, and everyone kind of felt a bit blindsided by it. They're like, oh, is that it? Then? Like, yeah, 
You know, it's just like, oh, the Willy Wonder. Yes, they have another thing. It's like, I'm sorry, this isn't really working. Okay. And it's like, oh my God, like, why have you just done that? And there's no closure on it because you don't see what happens afterwards. Um, and then I'm watching the minute I'm watching, which I think is probably like one of the best sitcoms ever watched. Um, for me, I know Steph doesn't feel the same, but uh, Shit's Creek. I started watching the first few episodes of that literally last night. Oh, mate. I'm, um, I'm, I want to give it a good go. It I'm looks like, fun. First, like, few episodes into season five now, and we started like a couple, like, maybe a week or two ago. Like, <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm in love with it. Like, I just think, um, Lee, what's it called? I love well, eyebrows, Eugene know, Levy. Well, Eugene it's, Levy. A, it's the fact Eugene it's Levy, and so far, Ka- uh, Catherine O'Hara, his wife, yeah, she's just Beetlejuice. amazing, yeah, yeah. And she, yeah. she she's at first, <clears> I didn't like her, and then just she, she's just so funny. And like, it's but there's a little there, weren't they, in that with the daughter and another character, and there's a couple with her. And then uh, you know David in it, the son. Yeah, yeah. that's actually uh, Eugene Levy's real son. I had a feeling because looking they, at it, I was like, they oh, write it together. Okay. Yeah. They write it together, and oh, then right. Tyler, who's like the 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 waitress in the restaurant, that's his real daughter as well. Oh right, yeah. He's keeping all it's of a the family, family affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. nice. Honestly, that I mean, like, <clears throat> I'm in love with that show. Like, it's right. it's not like laugh out loud funny or like kind of cheap funny like Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory isn't funny to me, but. Um, don't tell Chelsea. <laughs> it's just, right, sorry, Chelsea. She's listening, but it's just pop culture reference and then stock laughter. It's not. It's not really. If you want to, if you want to see, it's an exploitation of people who like us who yeah. are kind of nerdy. I oh, know. If you want, if you want to see a sitcom that did that right, spaced, and that came out way before yeah. that, like, and did it perfectly in two, like, four, two seasons at fourteen episodes. Like a bunch of nerdy yeah. guys act like they've never seen a woman before. Yeah, and it's just well, like, oh, she's. She's kind of hot. <laughs> Let me go and see if we can do a computer. <laughs> it's like also, I was like, like I've been watching back a few, and then there's an occasional moment I will laugh. But then, yeah, you, but you, you mean, look back, especially like character like Howard in the early seasons. Like it's like, how is he not in prison? Yeah, I, I, I feel like he he's done a lot. He's got a lot of skeletons in his closet. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, I'm sorry, no, no. I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe in the whole like kind of, you know, you know, she's out of his league or whatever. But I'm like, she wouldn't get with him because he's just like, there's nothing redeemable about him. No. You know what I mean? He's just not a nice guy. No. This is the issue with sitcom characters in general, but yeah. yeah. When I was in the car, I would turn this in like Power Bags to like a sing song in the car. Right. Right. And what came on was Motley Crue. Okay. <laughs> so how many things? <laughs> you know, I'm on my way home, sweet home. I think so, yeah. I'm not the biggest crew seen... fan. Oh, God's sake. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah, a long time ago. Though. Right, so you know <laughs> the the guy who tries to kill himself at the start. Yes. Right, Lou. He, um, I'm not a massive fan of this franchise. I just know it because he later calls Google Lugal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boys, you know? <laughs> but he obviously is when he's in his car trying to commit suicide at the start. He's listening to Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. He's doing the drums and stuff. And um, it had me thinking about the film The Dirt. Okay. Have you seen that? I've Netflix? heard of The Dirt. I've not seen it. Right. The and biopic about them. I mean, Steph always have this conversation where about like nudity and sex scenes in like films, and like they're rarely like necessary. Mm-hmm. Like for me, there's a sex scene in Eternals, and for me, it just it feels and like there's frustrating. And I was like, this is that I don't know. This doesn't feel right. Not in the Marvel. No, kids will go to see this. But that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, this is a bit much. Like yeah. you know, and like I was thinking, like how many films are there where you can fully justify the nudity? And I was like, in the dirt, you can justify the nudity. Because if you go to a Motley Crue concert back in the day, oh. and even some sense now, there'll be a girl on someone's shoulders getting the tits out. Oh, well, 
Well, the three were all about that. I mean, the, the the public story I heard was two of them wanted to see how long they could go without bathing, and the competition ended when one of them was getting a blowjob and the girl threw up in his lap. Oh, I can't remember which two, but that was definitely a nice, a fable. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my my idea for a talk was like, you know, how like can you think of anything where like the nudity is justified in a, in a movie, or is there anything where you can think, or you remember where you're just like this is totally unnecessary? I didn't need to see this. Like American Pie, I think yeah. a lot of the times you can justify the nudity, even though if you look at it, it's kind of nonsense because of the age that they're meant to be, mm-hmm. especially in America. But I was thinking, like, there's not many movies where I can fully justify like the nudity. Yeah, like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, because that's basically softcore porn. So I can understand why there's nudity in that. I don't think the films or the book is necessary. I mean, but Liam would probably say Showgirls. Maybe what was that? I don't know what that's about. I know that's basically about like the seedy side of LA and like burlesque dancers, but also like. The basically topless throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. It's weird to describe. It. It's one of those films that are completely tanked, and it's like still. It's one of those massive cult films mm-hmm. now that Liam fucking adores. So oh. ask him. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Steph always gets like. I don't know if it annoyed's the right word, but it, it's like she always mentions it. Like when like superhero films, like she's got this big thing with Black Widow, where like you know that scene in Avengers where she's tied up in uh, getting kind of interrogated, and she, she's like, "Why is she wearing a skimpy black dress?" With like a mini skirt, and I'm like, and I just went, she's not wearing that, she's wearing like black tights and a dress. And she's like, Oh, you paid a lot of attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap, Harry. Yeah, it was a trap. <laughs> but I was like, But then I was thinking, I was like, she did have a point to a certain extent because a lot of like, you know, characters like are sexualized and when they're not, they, you know, there's no need for them to be. And I was just thinking, like, you know, even though you look at wrestling, like they're yeah. walking around oiled up like in pants. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, Is that necessary? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is it necessary in wrestling? I remember there was a funny... Back- surely that makes it harder to wrestle, because like they're all slippery. Yeah, I, I remember there was a funny backstage bit. <laughs> One of them, it was a wrestler called Test, and he was getting... He's actually getting oil, getting the oil put on, and he, it was something to do with, like, when you're putting the oil on, you need to do it right so the light hits it properly. It was, like, mm. a really dumb segment. I think they knew it was... So it's like a bodybuilding yeah. type of... I think it is, thing, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it is just to go off the whole... look. It's, it's like how... It's like that... <laughs> Everyone wants to know why in wrestling, wrestlers with long hair come out with wet hair. They all do. Like Edge. Yeah, they all just come out with wet hair. So I like, love Edge. Literally, like, before they come out, they just douse the hair. And then, out of all the wrestlers, of the look. like, when I actually watch wrestling, Edge is always going to be my favourite, purely because that's where I got into Alton Bridge. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Just, I think he's a cool fucking character. Like, he's such a good guy. Like, I like him. You, you'd have loved then when it was the Rumble two years ago and he returned. He wrote, did he win? No, that was the... So he returned one year and then it was the following year he won it. But yeah. the, the return was biblical. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were watching it live with a bunch of people and even we all just got out of our seats and just went... Wah! And it's just like when <laughs> Metalingus comes on, it's just like, ah! <laughs> yes! Does it, does it start big? You think... You... No, who's you think you know me? You think you know me because that's been yeah. part of his entrance themes since yeah. he's been with WWE. So you think you know me? It's like honestly, I clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking boss man. But I remember, isn't there a scene where is there a scene where he's on a bed in the middle of a ring? Like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> that, that was that was the live sex celebrations. Yeah, like, what and, the um, fuck? Because like, that was when he just started the rated R superstar gimmick. Right, okay. So that, that this is when WWE was still trying to be a little bit edgy, like yeah. not. To the extent the attitude era was, but yeah, I think I think that was like that's our segment. Everyone looks back on and go, "What were they thinking?" Yeah, it's, I think because I think at one point as well, Lita, who was his girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. doing that with him. I think there is a bit which they've had to edit out where 
the covers come down and she is basically topless and they had to basically re-alter that but like it lives on in Mr. Skin, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Skin in for me if you look nowhere yeah. look. Yeah. And then obviously like you know Paige just went all out. <laughs> Not by choice. That... <laughs> Bless her, no. Like yeah. Do you know what it is? It's that was, that was, it was just obscene the amount of stuff. Oh, like, so much. And there's there was a like lot. Threesomes, a lot. <laughs> do, you, do you know, it always started, hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it was, though? Like, obviously, it's terrible. Like, oh, it was horrible what happened. All that, but, yeah, like, yeah. whenever I hear an interview, especially when it was, like, um, the fight with my family came out. Yeah. I was just doing a lot of interviews and a lot of podcasts that I listened to. And I was just listening the entire time, and I couldn't take it seriously hi, because baby. I was just like, "Hi, baby." <laughs> I was like, "I wonder if they go into this part of the oh, film." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that's just the, that's just the, the post credit scene. Her <laughs> getting a train being run on Well, I'm a terrible person, but yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that wasn't. I think I think you're right though. Like, I'm trying to like we. Especially about films and wrestling. Well, like wrestling, what, I, I understand. What was that film we watched? Um, Return of the Living Dead, was it? Or oh yeah, no. <laughs> the girl, the girl for the entire film was just naked, and it's just like well, she's just like, I'm just gonna take my clothes off. I'm too hot again. <laughs> just like you know what, what though? It, it was, I think I told you when watching it, it could have been a lot worse. So like, because um, with my, Did you see full like pretty much everything. Like, oh well, no, you, like so this is the thing. So when when they actually did the scene, she was again Starkers, but mm. she had um. She had a bit of bush, and then a producer saw him and went, "You can't have that." So they shaved it, and then you could see everything. And then, and then he, the same producer went, "What, what have you done? You can't have that." <laughs> so when she does the film, like, the reason why she has the Barbie effect is because mm. they had to make a cast for her. Yeah. So that's why it's just basically flat there. <laughs> I mean, like, it's still like a real asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, basically, like that's the only bit that they did cover. And it's just like I was like, "That's not necessary." Yeah, and you know. It, it's no wonder so many people come out now and they're like, oh, I was sexualized during it. That's what you were. Like, <laughs> and it isn't necessary. Like, it isn't. I mean, I think, I think you're right, especially a lot of comedies from like the 2000s era where it would just be, oh, look, there's tits for no reason. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the one film where I can think it was, it is unnecessary, but it is funny is when it's um, aeroplane and the scene starts yeah. crashing. There's a bit where it, 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 just a pair of tits appear and just start wiggling <laughs> and just run off screen. <laughs> it's, it's just like as well, because I'm like watching, I'm re-watching Sopranos at the minute. And obviously, a lot of that takes place at Titty Bar, what, what they run. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, you see tits all the time. But then there's so many other sex scenes where it's like, ah, oh, I don't really need to see this. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I just feel like it's just, you know, uh, as an actor or an actress, like, and you're going, like, you know, you think you've got a big part. And then it's just like, oh, we just want you to get your tits out. So, yeah, um, only film I can, I can come to mind now, and it is a comedy I really love. Uh, Kevin Smith, one of you, have you ever seen Zach and Marie make a porno? Is that with Seth Rogen? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, at, at least in that one, though, the actress is like, God's Satan Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the actresses and that who are who are have got the tits out there actually were actually porn stars. Well, that happened a lot in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. as well, yeah. where they like for the whores. Like I think it's the one who's with Tyrion. Do you ever watch Game of Thrones? No. So there's one who gets with Tyrion, and she's like a genuine. She was a genuine porn star, and then a few of the other like uh, whores and like the the whole houses, like they were actual porn stars. I'm like, well, yeah, fair enough. Like hire to type. Like, that's mm-hmm. fair enough. And like obviously they're comfortable doing it rather than getting like. Someone who like Amelia Clark who then later talks about how awkward it was watching scenes <laughs> where she's getting fucking bummed. I think I think <laughs> like yeah. Parents. I, I think I think the thing is with sex scenes as well in Hollywood is like they don't they're never always the most realistic. Like they glamorize the romance of what they can be like. Yeah. The only the only film that actually got 
the awkwardness of a of a first time sex encounter, right? It was the film Anomalisa, and that's with stop motion puppets. Oh god, it's it's really it's really weird. Yeah, watch, America they... did a good job as well. <laughs> 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 but no, Anomalisa, one, it's like again, it's stop motion puppets, and it's a weird scene. But then you watch it when you watch it, you go, you know what? They actually captured the awkwardness of a first time sexual encounter quite well. It's like you know, in between us, like I think they do a good job of that kind of stuff, like you know, like where he's like kind of just like awkwardly like yeah. open it. It's like. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, that, that's kind of like, you know, obviously really dramatized, but that's how awkward it can be. Oh, yeah, like, like everyone's first time sexual encounter, everyone's like, you always remember your first, and it's like banging against the wall. Yeah, like, it's like, I was like, no, like, that's it's like, you always remember your first, and it's like, yeah, but not always for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's just done so wrong. I'm just tired of it because, like, it happens so many times where I'm watching a really good film, and it's just like an unnecessary bit of romance. I'm just like, oh, like, it's like, you know, in like the second Hobbit film, Desolation of Smoke, which is a car crash to start with anyway. Yeah. But, then, like, they on for no reason whatsoever, they have this like whole romance thing with like uh Philly and uh uh Evangeline Lily's character, okay, uh Toriel, I think she's called. And like, I'm just like, it just doesn't, there's no, there's no plot service to this, like, just, there's no point to it, like, why is it here? And like, you know, whereas in like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, when like there's Arwen and Aragon, there's like a certain purpose to that, yeah, with the like the the her giving the mentality and stuff like that. And even then, you can kind of cut that. And I'm just like, I don't need romance in films. Like, because really, a lot of the time, it's unless it's a romantic film, like, I'm just like, unless it's a romantic comedy or whatever, yeah, yeah whether it's, it's like, to the purpose. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, I think often, like, it, it, like the film stuff, for it, it's like, you know, that like Red Notes film just come out on Netflix. Yeah. And it's like, got Gal Gadot on it who can't act. No. Like, absolutely can't. <laughs> but then, like, the entire trailer was like, looked like a kind of promising film where it's like a story of, like, the, you know, is it The Rock and Ryan Reynolds? I'm like, oh, that interests me. And she turns up, and it's like it's just her in like a short dress, and like you know, making like loads of comments about her, well, and, like, like kind of her doing loads of action. What's well, I was just like, this is this is not right. It's like, what's the point? Like, she's not good action anyway. It's, but... it's just the way the Hollywood system's always been, and unfortunately, still is. Like, I think even with Me Too happening, there's still a lot of work to do to like fix the whole thing of the male gaze See, and all that stuff. I'm not, it's just, I just feel like, like for me, like if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. You don't need like. Bit, yeah, you yeah, know, of course. It's like you know that bit like where it does work well. You know, Anna de Armas in the new Bond film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that yeah. scene where she's all dressed up is because she's at like a really fancy party and her doing something. I'm like, yeah, I can get that because she's a spy and it works well. But then other times I'm just like, it's just so unnecessary. <laughs> like you know, well, like well, with that as well, it's like the fact like um, they use her character and that scene as a way of teasing, like because back in the day Bond would have obviously done the job of and probably slept with her. Yeah. And in this one, they obviously well, make they're showing light the, the fact they're correcting it, yeah. aren't they? And that's... they make light of the fact, like, oh, yeah, I am not basically I'm not going to sleep with her. <laughs> another point where the romance works in that film because he's got his love, and like the whole point is, is like he's trying to save her, and like that's the crux of the story, and like that's where it works, where like it actually serves the whole story. Whereas like, I think a lot of the time it's just like. Let's just throw it in there. It's like, yeah, you know, that's the that's probably again from reading this book. I've got like, even though I already kind of had an idea of this, like that that'll have probably just been. I I think for a lot of people when they actually write a script, they've got honest intentions, but then because producers get their hands over it, yeah. I, I reckon I reckon a lot of the time they'll like they'll a director will have a vision for a film, but then a producer will come in and go, you know what needs in this? Yes, yeah. just, well, just put know, a pair in there. Do you know what? I reckon certain actresses obviously who kept the, well, I guess he kept modesty, but like they've never shown anything. Yeah, and it makes me laugh. Where like you see, you just imagine an agent ringing up, being like, "I've got this role for her. Will she show her tits?" Yeah, that's no, basically. All right, okay, well, I'll call someone else. That's basically how a lot of it would go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like think that I was trying to think. You know, I'll show, all right, I'll call Margot Robbie because she gets them out. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like 
that's essentially what it is. And then it was like, you know, in Suicide Squad, the original one. Oh, yeah, again, like, well, like people love that outfit, but it's like, well, again, that must have been, I think even she said that was like one of the most uncomfortable. And then, like, when she's ever. like, Robin, like, they have that whole bit where she smashes a window and she takes steal it first. And it's purely just to have a bending over so you can see it. And I'm like, well, so everyone appreciates it. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. not, there's no service there. Like, it's, oh, it's, no, it's, it's entirely pointless. And I mean, at least they've been slowly rectifying that with her other appearances, like how in the latest one, she's more in just like a dress yeah. kind of thing. And that's yeah. not like, like a completely overly sexualized thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And like, you know, it, it happens sometimes with men, but nowhere near as much, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like what would be the main example of like, I'm, I suppose Magic, Magic Mike, Mike yeah. there you go. That was like, that was one for the ladies, which I think they deserved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then, I mean, I guess so like with like four and everything where it's, con- yeah, it's like part of this contract, you have to have your shirt for this one scene. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Chris is just like, oh, what again? I, I, I reckon he loved it when he got to be fat. Yeah, imagine, I, think imagine, imagine, I think he did. I think he said it was really cool. Imagine, imagine a bloke like him who has to stay in that shape and for like, obviously, yeah, I know a lot of that would have just been, like, yeah, <laughs> a lot of that would have just been prosthetics, but I bet it would have been great for him to be like, I can be a slob for mm, a change. Yeah. It would have been probably quite nice. That's another thing that like pisses <laughs> me off. It's like when the, like, you, you see like certain like pages and they'll share, oh, this like men's health or something. Like the fucking follow this fitness routine of Kunal Nanjiani, who's like suddenly all massive and ripped yeah. and now he's in a Marvel film. I'm like, He's on the human growth hormone. Like that. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, also, they've got unlimited time to be paid to get fit. They get the best personal trainers in the world, the best care yeah. team. And then also they're given steroids. Like, there's no doubt. You look at Chris, Chris Evans and stuff before Captain America. He's very he is he isn't he's like, you know, he's in shape, but he's not. Oh yeah, yeah he wasn't like completely jacked. Yeah. Whereas like Chris Hemsworth, if you look at, he's always been a big dude. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. so like with him, I'm like kind of maybe it is natural, but then you, you look at Hugh Jackman as well, like the age he was doing Wolverine, and like there's no way it's natural. Oh, massively. I, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think I think a lot of them it will be natural, but then at the same time, Hollywood's not. It's not like sports; like they can take steroids if they want, and yeah. that's like how they're going to build it up. I mean, I just love hearing the stories about when when they're playing like a a, a fat role in quotes, mm. and like just links to go. I think it was Christian Bale, maybe had to fat up for all. He did Hagen. It was just like he said. More so, it was Hagen Daz and olive oil. Yeah. Which just sounds gnarly. Mm. <laughs> and do not help his, his weight loss and weight gain in films is like so. So, so the big one is he did the machinist and where he's like, stick thing, oh. and then immediately went and did Batman, wow. <laughs> where he had to really get beefed up. But then, you, you ever watch It's Always Sunny? Uh, yeah, bits in the films. Yeah, yeah. There's that scene where like uh, Rob McElhaney, who plays Mac, he for one season comes back really fat, but the whole thing was he'd agreed with the cast. He said, "Oh, we should all gain loads of weight." <laughs> come back for the next season because that's how life is. Everyone yeah, you know, people gain yeah. weight for no reason or for certain reasons. And then, like, he apparently was disgusting to be around because he was just constantly fucking eating burgers, pizza, <laughs> Jenny stunk. But then, like, the rest of the cast was like, "Yeah, no, we're not actually doing that." <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, "Right, okay, I'm gonna get into super shape." And now you look at him and he's like fucking jacked, and he just went. And he was like, do you know what? He was on a podcast. He was like, it's really not that hard. All you have to do is get paid by the studio to do it and get a load of money, get the best personal trainers in the world and just never eat, you know? Because that's all <laughs> yeah, you have to do. And, he was, and do. he was like yeah. highlighting how fucking stupid it is. And oh, like, yeah. I love that. But And now yeah. he owns Wrexham Football Club. With Ryan Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, the maddest thing ever to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, I mean, I've got about. Freddie who lives in Wrexham as well. She was <laughs> up recently. So I'm just like, like I was just in there, like, how... I don't think she's encountering it, but like there could be a point you're just walking down the street and you will see one of the two of them because they are there quite often. Yeah, for stuff. I mean, they well, have to be in some sense. what I love about like there's a lot of American money going into football anyway. I know it's not mm-hmm. something potentially you'd know maybe know too much about, yeah. but obviously they've invested 
And it was quite nice soon because they're, they're not even in like the top four divisions. They're in the fifth division, which is technically conference. Yeah. Yeah. They're in so conference, they're in the conference. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like they were asked and like Rob just went, well, our aim is eventually get to the, the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me like, it was nice. He was like, he goes, well, it is possible, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They could do and that. like, it was just such a nice naivety. You know, they were like, well, that's what we'd like to do. And then I was like, I was like, oh, fair play to you. Like, I mean, if, if, if the one proof it could be done, Hartlepool's spent many of its seasons being in League 1 and League 2 and then for a while was in conference. Yeah, no, That's why my brother's happy to, is really helping to get the new FIFA because they're finally back in the new yeah. FIFA. <laughs> I mean, like, Wrexham were in the new FIFA even though the league that they're in isn't in it. Just because they're... So they're, they're part they're, of like, yeah. the rest of the world team. Oh, uh, okay. But it's, it's, you know, it's really cool because, like, football, like anything, is a business. And, like, I think yeah. they're going to do it right because, you know, they're... They, they want to earn money from it, essentially. I started invested in them, I've just done it for the fun of it. But it would be cool if they got higher up, because I'd love to see more of them just turn up at, like, my match of the day, and you see them there. It's just like, <laughs> it's fucking Mac. It's Mac fucking Deadpool. Deadpool. Just fucking chilling, watching the game. Oh, they'd be minifigured, like, like, a third kit or something, where it was, like, Deadpool. It's just like... The... Oh, I'm sure you could pull those straight. Yeah, Marvel. Course, Come on, man. Right, I was going to say Fox, but yeah, it's Marvel now, isn't it? I feel yeah. like whenever the next Deadpool film comes out, there's got to be just a scene where, just don't explain it, he's just wearing a Wrexham football shirt. Yeah. post credit scene at the match. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. Like, you really could easily get that done. Why not? 100%. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, Rob in the new season of Always Sunny is going to be wearing Wrexham gear at some point. Yeah, so, why not? Yeah. Even even though that, like, cause, like the, the bar is somewhat sports themed, isn't it? You could have like, just have had, a shirt on. The I mean, it's like an Irish pub. Well, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think they've got anything to it apart from it's. Like, hey, you just... could just have a random shirt on the wall of yeah. Rex Yeah, why not? Absolutely. It's like when when in talk about how I make when Marshall used to wear like Canterbury stuff. Yeah, and like rugby shirts. And I'd be like, oh, that's a rugby shirt. And like Stephen would be like, how do you know? I said, don't know the badge and stuff. And I'd just be like, I wonder why he's wearing that. Maybe if it just picked out randomly or. It was always one of those weird things. It was the weirdest thing for me on that line was when, again, in Big Bang Theory, there's a scene where Leonard's drinking a fucking brown ale. Is he? Yeah. Oh. I, was, I, I was like, wow, I'm surprised that like, these Saying have that over there. Saying that, one of the guys I know from like Twitter through like MMA, mm-hmm. and uh, he's called Casey, Casey Gutman, shout out, so you might listen. Um, but he has been to Newcastle a few times because he's like a cut man for like, very, he like he has he works he has I think he owns a gym, mm-hmm. but he also like works as a cut man for like various promotions. And I think he said he was over in Newcastle for something, and he's from like uh, I think somewhere in America. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember where exactly, but um, he's in America and he came home and he said I love Newcastle Brown Ale. And he, and he, that he gets it I think cheaper than we can buy it here. That's surprising. I thought that's, what, like I, I thought be, yeah, that's what I thought. But he was telling me how much he pays like per can. Huh. Whatever. And he gets a cheaper, and I was like, fair one. Ah, nice. Yeah. But apparently, it is a thing over there. They do have it. Well, Proves New, Newcastle's biggest import for America, then. <laughs> I, I personally feel a piss. But oh, I, I like a brown ale. I do. I went through a phase of drinking when I was at uni, but it's because it was so cheap. Yeah. And then. At the time. And then, like, I just. I, it's great, but then if you get royally hungover on it, it's the fucking worst, is it? Oh, massively. I remember when this was when I was a young teen. And we went to, it was like a cricket club or something because there was a gig on it. And I got, and the brown ale was dirt cheap there. And mm-hmm. I got ratted. I can't even remember watching a gig. I just I remember, remember being in and about the thing. I was smashed and I was thin on my mates. And I, I remember I bought a pizza, but rather than holding it like that, apparently at one point I just had it hooked under my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? I'm saying it tastes like piss. And I can't even really remember the taste. I just know looking at it, I'm like, oh, no. It's like, no. Not 
it, it doesn't look the most appealing, but then yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. But yeah, if you if, you, if, if you're just getting completely tanked on it, you will regret it in the morning, <laughs> and probably at the time as well. Brutal, brutal. I hate snow. Fuck snow. Harry, uh, so if uh, we're recording this on the day, where is it? Storm Arwen. Arrowin. Arrowin. Look to the west. Storm Arrowin has um, hit the UK, and we've had pretty gnarly winds. We had a red weather, red weather alert, which means people don't died. go outside. Yeah, yeah, people have died. Debris because it was like hundred mile an hour winds, and now it's actually really heavily snowing. Oh, it still is. Fair enough. Big. The windows steamed. Can't tell, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, 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 I love the snow, it's my favorite weather. But you're very much on the opposite side of that coin, yeah. I had a word with the snow, I don't like he did. it. It was actually punching my garden, yeah. <laughs> do you know what it is? I just it, it's such I, I'm saying, like, for Greg, like, I'm very much someone who's always warm, yeah. I, I am too. I don't, I, I like being cold because it's like I'm very rarely cold, but I like dry cold, and I feel like snow is the worst type of cold because it's like you get wet with it. And it, it's just, it's, you know, I don't mind the rain because like, I understand what it is. Whereas snow, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're so pretty. And I was like, oh, you tricked me. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's wet. It's horrible. And it, I just think it just ruins, it ruins. I mean, obviously, I'm driving for a living now. Mm. And like, you know, potential barrier to income. Mm. But also, it's just like, it's just a fucking faff. Like, it always ruins everything. You want to go and do something all kinds of it's snowing. That's true. And like, we're so, like, I wouldn't mind if this country was just, Equipped to deal with it, but because it happens so infrequently, well, so... infrequently now, because obviously go back before global warming or something like we, the UK used to be very bad for snow. Like you would have yeah. to be like up to here, but then because obviously with pollution and that, we it's not we, we, like we'll have a point in the air where it's bad for about a week, but it shouldn't be. Mm. And that's the thing. Like if that was in Canada, that would just be like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> that's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what's this all about? Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. And then like. Here it's just it's just such a fucking barrier because like you know what though, we like, deal with it so badly like the roads try yourself kind of lucky you're not living in London so like up here fair enough we get it pretty we can get it pretty deep and pretty bad but it seems like life can still carry on London if it's like about even that thick on the ground you'd think the city was gonna go into chaos yeah like everything just seems to like go to a and it's like really because like I come from like when again when I'm back home. Like if it's snow back on the time, it'll be up to people's doors like that. Whereas in London, it's like that. And when I was in that time, I was like, well, "You guys are freaking out over nothing." Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's not bad at all here. And I think I just think it, people like for some reason when it is like that in like any type of kind of chaos. Yeah. In quotes, I just feel that like it, for some reason people feel it gives them a license to be a cunt. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, and like yeah, you know, drivers start acting like assholes. It's like the Wild West, and they don't give a shit. I just feel it's a, it's it's a waste of my time. <laughs> it's a waste of the Earth's time. It just makes everything a bit more wet after a while. And then the worst bit is it's not even the snow, right? It's when the snow turns into that, that horrible ice sheet, and then it's like it looks almost like a glacier, but it's not because it's mm. not cool like a glacier is. <laughs> it's just a fucking slippery pavement. That I'm going to fall and crack my back on. Fair. I mean. But what, like, are there any points like so? Like, what, like, would you be one of those people who would like kill to have a white Christmas if I could go skiing? Fair. <laughs> I love skiing. Like, snow in appropriate places. I like. <laughs> so, like, the, the Swiss like, mountains, the North Pole. <laughs> you know, but like, just not here. <laughs> yeah, because like the North Pole, Santa needs snow because otherwise his reindeers look ridiculous. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? 
It would look very out of place. Yeah, and I think it's in Benton. There's an Asda. I just like that image behind of... this Asda and Benton. They've got reindeers and this sort of thing. I'm just like, uh, they look so fucking stupid. Like, well, Why it shouldn't be here? here? It's in a grassy field. Like, go into somewhere snowy. <laughs> Get out of my country. <laughs> I do I do like the image of, like, global warming taking to effect, and then it's just Santa's workshop's been melted, and it's just completely exposed now. Yeah. <laughs> it would just look very out of place. You're right. And it's just, oh, it's just such a fucking faff, man. Like... <laughs> When I went skiing, do you know why it was mint? It's because the snow is almost like powder. Yeah. So it's like dead nice. Whereas like here, it's never like that. I think, yeah, because I think, I think the issue with our snow is it'll like, it'll, especially in like a downfall, like especially today, it's been like every kind. Like I think we've had everything other than like, like, sleet, like hail. Rain. Yeah. Well, I've had hail today. When oh, I've had hail then. So there's been hail, but then it was like a nice flurry just then. Uh-huh. So yeah, like ours isn't consistent. It'll be like one type. And then, yeah. the, then the next day, yeah, I'd respect yeah. it if we had that big snowflake and it lay and then we had a massive amount. I'd be like, right, fair enough, like that's cool. Mm. But probably oh, it's like, because it's such a different odd flurry, that's why it's a bit treacherous for us. Because then it like, I think depending on the type, that's how it'll freeze and stay on the ground and exactly. it's awkward. That's how you'll get like black ice or really bad snowmans. Like I, I like I was saying, to Harry, like I love it, but then I said to him, I have to walk a portion of my journey to work, and it's all down a cobbled. Steep just hill. I said, "I will. Yeah. I will probably have to just to be able to get to work yeah. for certain okay, trips." Reindeer. That'd be badass. We'd have to get rid of it like after a day when the snow melts. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck I'd keep it otherwise. This for those for those are watching it. this. This is all I pay for. I pay for a room. I can't really keep a reindeer in here. Do you know what you should do? Just like slaughter it and then keep it in the freezer. <laughs> you can eat it. I bet reindeer meat tastes. Like I might be all right. Dope. I'd try it. Yeah, man. Sorry, vegans. Sorry, vegans. You're in the wrong kind of podcast. Yeah, man, this is meat. <laughs> man flesh. I, I tried most types of meat. Is, is there a limit on what you wouldn't try? What dog? Did you try a dog? I'm pretty sure I probably had it when I was in, like... I mean, yeah, you've been to a lot of the places where they will eat dog. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Is I'm it allegedly? Not... I thought it was something that was quite well, I blatant. think in certain parts of town, I went, like, one of the shop owners said to me, he goes, yeah, like, there's a lot of stray dogs here. If we're low on meat sources, like that is what we use. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, that's cool. Because yeah, like that's yeah. what they eat. That's what they eat. So like I don't mind. Like yeah, I think yeah. in certain parts, like like Koreans, like were known for it apparently. Mm. But the younger generation really don't like that. So, so it's like it's an, offensive, it's an offensive kind of stereotype. Okay, to them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair it's like they're like the young the young people really don't like that. And I think that's fine. Yeah. Like, but wherever they do, I mean, like it's like when I went to France, I ate horse. Like, mm. would I eat horse here? No, because it's not readily available. Like I'll eat, as long as it's not human, I'll probably eat it. Well, the big thing that a lot of... It tastes good anyway. I might even eat human. The big thing a lot of places that are trying to try and probably move towards is that they want more people to eat sort of things like insects and bugs. Because yeah. because a big thing is um, meat and the whole thing of that process is bad on the environment as well. And for like food levels, so the same... Like, because apparently you get a lot of protein and nutrients yeah. from eating bugs. But animals aren't the bad thing. Yeah. It's us. So just yeah. kill a load of humans. That's eat true. them. Again, Banos had a had a point. Yeah. <laughs> eat, eat the humans that we don't like. Yeah. Who's I'm t- up for that. Who's top on the list? Apparently it tastes like pork, and I quite like pork. Yeah, here we go. Put a bit of crackling on top. Nice <laughs> stuffing. I wonder, I wonder like how much of like the actual person could be used for edible meat. Well, I'm pretty sure sausages that we eat are not. What we've cost pig. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that we could move be a pretty much I mean, I mean, you look at a hot dog, like 
Yeah. That's that's gonna be the one of the most questionable ones of me, but I enjoy it. It's them. just a slurry to bit out the bottom of the yeah. blender, isn't it? Like that's the one. I had one at the cinema recently. It was nice. Yeah. Hot mess to eat, like, because they've really yeah. gone fancy at the View Cinema for hot dogs. Are they? Yeah, you can get like they're like they're like all named after like after places in New <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all like named after places in like New York, I think they were. And it was like you just get like loads of different salsa and like crispy bacon and bits like that so it's nice so but it's a hot miss, fucking mess to eat one thing i missed from weatherspoons that take away was like the chili dog the, 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 the bar, pool barbecue uh pool pork hot dog yeah there's like the hot dog and then the pool pork on top of it and they got rid of it i'm like it's the best thing on the menu again like uh, the same thing chili dog i love a good chili Fuck dog you, but that is a hot fucking mess yeah. <laughs> yeah no i mean like there's not much i wouldn't eat to be fair mm-hmm and the thing is, like, it was like when people, like, you know, I've had that conversation with a vegan before where they said, oh, would you kill it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, genuinely, like, if, if like, I had to, to eat it, then I probably would. Like, if I was in a situation where, like, I was hungry and I needed to kill something to eat, I would. I want to know, right, if you're going to say to me if I'm in a restaurant and they bring the cow out and say, oh, I'm going to slaughter this one. No, because that's not how it works. So I wouldn't do that. But... Again, like, I still this, probably wouldn't feel like guilty about it. Sorry about that. That's why. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like I'm thinking on vegans because if that's your choice and that's cool and there is a lot of benefits to it. But like, what what would a vegan do when you, in like you never see this in like a post-apocalyptic film? What would a vegan do? I think they'd probably thrive. To be fair, because isn't a lot of it about sustainable living. So post-apocalyptic, mm. you have to grow your own fruit and veg. True, so but right. then like, I, like how many of them do you think would actually be able to know and manage that? What about artificial? But, 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 but then it's just the thing, like a lot of things like in... proteins and stuff would be an issue. I you, suppose you've got to think about getting to that point, and like the whole thing of like foods ransacked, and then you're stuck with just in the wild, like in like a wild abandoned city, like like how like how many are going to be able to cope like in an without hunting for food? In an, Not saying that we could manage in an apocalypse <laughs> scenario. I feel that that kind of like oh what's the word beginning with p that i mean um doesn't matter but that kind of um thing it really annoying me now because the word with p i wanted to use and i completely forgot the word <laughs> um oh not prejudice principle principle yes okay. so that those kind of principles like they probably go out the window yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking. Like, I think I think if you're in a life or death situation, you have to bend your principles. Yeah, yeah. I feel like in in those situations, like if you stand by your principles, fair enough, but you're probably going to die. Yeah, if if, if you're if, if you're if you're with a group of survivors and then there's like one of them who just who's just like, I can't do that. I'm a vegan. It's like, well, you're going to die then. <laughs> I, think, I feel like because like a lot of the arguments for it is because it's not. So, there's obviously a big group who are kind of like. Oh, it's cool to animals, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's fair enough. But then there's a whole group where it's about sustainability for the planet. Yeah, I feel of like course. you're in an apocalypse scenario at that point. Like, like well, yeah. Like, worst case scenario has happened. You're yeah. going to have to just do what you can now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> it's like putting like salad tape over a crack in a glass. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm still not going to eat meat. It's like, you do your bit. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse is here, but you stop it. <laughs> and even then, like, I don't. Like I don't like Nathan. Like Nathan's a vegan. Oh right, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, but like I've never had this debate with him just because like I don't see the point in debating with you when people no, when people want to debate it. Like you've got a group of people who are like, I hate vegans. It's like why? <laughs> why do you <laughs> no. hate all vegans? That's I mean, a stupid thing to say. The whole stereotype of like I'm a vegan. I've never really encountered that often. Well, most like, most like, people, most vegans are pretty sound. Yeah, like, I know a couple of people who've said like, oh, I'm 
I'm a vegan. I'm just like, yeah, I'll okay, like, cool. <laughs> like, Nathan never told you that he's vegan. I only know. Yeah, exactly. Because... Yeah, this is my first time I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I lived with him for ages, and then he told me, and I was like, oh, all right. I, like, I didn't even notice. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, like, most of them are pretty cool, and they won't try and push this on you. Like, the only time I'll have an issue with a vegan is if, like, again, they are that typical, I'm a vegan, sort of and then they're, like, saying you can't eat meat. Oh, uh, Or know? trying to stop you from eating meat. Oh, and it's like, like the... oh, well, you can't do that. That's I my went, choice. I remember going to Rise on first move back up here after university, and I was out with a group of people. We went back to a house, and you were left it. You, you go back to a house, like, for pr- after drinks. And yeah, you stuck there. You're like, oh, I wish I hadn't stayed. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm too far gone to go home now. So I'm just going to stay. And there's about six vegans there, and they were all having this massive debate with like, like the two of the people who were there, me and this other guy who weren't vegan. Oh, fuck. and they were trying to tell us about the sustainability and why we need to do it. And I'm like, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like, you drive cars, you do all this. Like, you know, that's equally as bad for the planet. Mm. You know, like, there's loads of things that we all do that. You know, yeah. You, You've got an iPhone. That's bad for humans, like realistically. Like, there's there's all that kind of different shit, and I'm just like, I, I find it almost hypocritical where people die on one hill, and it's like, I will die on this hill to say what I'm doing is good for the planet, but then they do a load of other shit that's really bad for the planet. And I'm just yeah. like, realistically, you know, like you're going to try and lecture to me or just do your little bit that you're doing, yeah, for your reasons. Your you know your convictions are fine. I'm not going to question those. Like you do it. That, that's that's mint. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, and then, like, they'll go and litter. And I'm just like, oh, they, you've just been lecturing hmm. me, but, like, I recycle. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I think that's what experts have said for a long time. It's like, yeah, on the one hand, if everyone did do all this stuff, then obviously the world would be fine. But as long as people are doing their little bit, it's going to mm-hmm. account to a bigger picture. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, again, like, let Harry eat me. He'll clearly turn off plug sockets on a night or recycle. Yeah. And bits like that. That's what, that's what I do. Yeah. You know. I'm not shit in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> I'll tell you, I did that the other day. No. There was one day where I was uh, out in the middle of nowhere and I really needed a shit and I had a bit of an achy tummy and there was this abandoned shack on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went there and I uh, just fucking let it all out. Oh, God. And I just had this thing which I drove off. And I had to use anti back wipes to wipe my ass. And um, I think on the first... I think on the first episode of Young Men Cars, I talked about when I shot in the street. Yeah. Now I'm shatting in an abandoned shack. <laughs> um, I drove off. And then I just had this image of this homeless guy coming back later on. And just being like, oh, someone shot in my house. And he's like, the toilet's not there. It's over there. <laughs> we are not savages. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> hey, man, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it was truly abandoned then. Hold on, Cal. <laughs> yeah, <wasn't> good. <laughs> was it just like a thing where it just slapped onto the concrete oh, or something? Honestly, like, it, <laughs> I nearly took off. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Bad. Um, well, I think, like, as always, we'll wrap up with a bit of lad Bible bashing. So, yeah, well, well I, I, ask, I ask all my guests this question, Harry. What, what's your thoughts on the lad Bible? Oh, it's just blank, isn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> they, they started off sharing from, like, you know, stealing other people's videos and, like, Basically, that's what Garrett's great was. They were meme stealing cunts to be yeah. with. And yeah. then, like, yeah, fair enough. It was funny. Like, I never, I never have a great with people who steal like certain memes or like videos that doesn't belong there. Just like a share it, or doesn't like at least credit where it came from. At that. least that's something. I'm not even asking. I'm just like social media. Like, get a life. Yeah, you know, like fair enough. If someone started stealing like our audio for the podcast, oh yeah, yeah. saying it was their own. Yeah, that's a bit different. Yeah, but like if it's like someone shares a funny meme <coughs> and someone else uses it and they're like, oh, that's mine. Like, no, come on. Like, it's like you put it out mm. on the internet, like, 
It's fair game for some means. Well, it's a big thing with viral videos. Companies do buy them up, and you kind of get slapped by them if you do use it and it's owned by someone. Well, Steph's uh, got one of a dad. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was on, we were just watching this random video, like, top five fails or something. It's him and Stanner, but he's walking across the log and he slips and falls in. Okay. And, like, it had her dad as number one as, like, the, the top fail. Right, and we were like, "Oh my god, that's right!" But she gets paid for that; like, she gets money like every couple of months for it. Oh, sweet! All oh, right, uh, nice. Depending on who else has bought the rights to it, but um, I mean, like that—that—that okay. that, that, I can understand that. That's different. You pay you, if you pay for it, then yeah, fair enough. But I feel like you know, it's just like a meme. Like you get with like Marvel, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone shares it, can't put a nick that and use that and post. Yeah, because it's funny. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't have an issue with that. But then, like, I was just like, when they started doing that, I was like. Yeah, it's all right. And then when they started trying to act like they were legitimate, like, well, it's the fact that they get attention as well. So they get really famous people on and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is out of anyone who actually works at this kind of stuff and who's an actual journalist who actually like works hard to get paid. Yeah. You guys are like the lowest of the low. Like, yeah. You're like the daily star. If I I was like some more, say, say if like you went from there and worked for like, Someone like the New Yorker or mm-hmm. something. If I saw in your CV that you'd worked at the Lad Bible previously, I'd be like, hmm, mm. do we really want it's because like I don't I don't know that sounds harsh, but that's what a lot of if you're if you're if you're if you're aspiring to work for quite an established like newspaper magazine, that they, they will probably either. yeah. The, I mean like some some people at Lad Bible probably do it as a starting job and maybe mm-hmm. are. You gotta think if they're looking at that, they'll think, "Well, is this the kind of person we want writing?" Well, it's for us? just like because the quality's so <clears> low, <throat> and it's you know you get so many people writing about things that they clearly don't really know anything about, or just don't care. They've been told, yeah, and it's like I and think it's clearly a cut, cut and paste yeah. job from someone else. So, so <clears> like, you get it for things like Marvel, and they'll be yeah. like, "Oh, such and such appears in this film," and it's like they talk a little bit about a character, but it's clearly just taken from Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, and then there's typos, there's errors, there's you know they they. It's clickbait and oh, like, it's massively, you know what I mean? And it's just like, <clears throat> what was funny? There was, there was a point where it's like TMZ, it's just yeah, blank. there was a point where there, were, uh, there was there was a sweet one or two years where they actually were not terrible for if you wanted to get some decent news from them. Yeah. And I feel like they just were, probably looked at that and went, Well, that's not getting us that many views, but this article about something being a game changer because everything the a lot of things are possible is yeah. a game changer when it's really fucking not like okay, clickbait. Just write more shit like that. So I, f- I feel like you're right. I feel like a lot of these writers, they'll come in, their editor will be like, okay, I need you to write about this mum complaining about the most petty of reasons because it's going to get some clickbait well, attention. Give and it's me like, an example well, from, from, from what we were talking about before about Friends. Yeah. When Friends had their reunion, they put out an article saying, but with the headline before you click on it, saying, oh, Friends reunite for one last episode. And it's like, it's not what it was. No, it, it was, uh, again, yeah, they're very misleading with that. It's you like, I mean, and then, yeah, the, do you know what? But then it's kind of spawned a culture where, like, you know, IGN do a lot of clickbait stuff as well, even though I like them. Yeah. But then yeah. there's, there's you, you always get one of the heroes who's read the article already and they spoil <laughs> the article. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, don't need to click. And then you're just like, you're a hero. Thank yeah. you for saving me that click. Like, literally, if, if, if you if you see an article, I, I was going to the comments first oh, on those ones. Yeah. This, this is the thing. Like, I, I don't I, follow them, but. I've yeah. still got them just for the purpose of shitting on them on this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like um, the amount of times I've been duped. Like, yeah, if 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 you follow them and you're getting annoyed with them, like do what Harry says, check the comments first. Because yeah. you because the, the top one will usually be someone who's like, This article lies, this is what they're talking about. And this is that's I've saved you about they five all do minutes. Fake, <laughs> have you noticed they all do fake giveaways as well? No. All these pages. So there's like this one 
who I'm relentless with on Twitter. Okay. Right? It's called the Football Arena. I've got like 100,000 followers, right? Right. Every every three or four days, because that's how often there's a football game, they've given away a PS4. PS5, sorry. Right, okay. They've never given away a PS5. I was going to say, where are they getting it from? I <laughs> this is how petty I am, uh-huh. right? I keep my notifications for them on. Uh-huh. As soon as I see one, I comment on top seeing a line. You yeah. never give them one way. And then, like, you get a load of likes on it. But then, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they never do it. And then, like, there's this one guy who, like, I follow on Twitter. And it's like, uh, he, he analyzes bad refereeing decisions in football. Right. And he outed them. Because <laughs> he had a significant following. So he was like, oh, would you mind, like, collabing with us and retweeting this? It's, like, not a real giveaway. We'll just give it to one of our friends, says they win it, or make up a handle and have them win yeah. it. And basically, we'll share it just to get more followers because you've got a following. Like, and it, it really, uh, and, like, because I'd, I'd messaged him before. Because I had a giveaway for the football one where we're giving away a copy of FIFA. And he's like, I'm not going to do it just because I've had this experience before. And I was like, I understand this. I am genuinely giving it away. I said, I'll send a tweet to show you, like, the guy I'm doing it. But we had a giveaway. We got a load of attention on it. And I gave the prize. You know, the guy shared it. He was like, thank you. And I was like, awesome. Nice stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then he was like, I just don't do it because, like, I don't want to be in a situation where, like, it's fake like this. And then he outed them. And I was like, you fucking legend. Go on, man. Full and out. But then, like, people, they still do it every week. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure there should there should be some law that says you can't. There should be. be like that should be controlled. Yeah, I, I think Lightpile doesn't give doesn't many giveaways. The, the, their big thing is because they obviously again. Didn't the BBC get in hot water for doing like fake competitions where they were charging people to enter, and it turned out like they, they weren't doing the proper giveaways. A match a day did it where they used to have competitions, right? Oh, okay, but then you'd have to pay a pound to enter. But then it turned out like there was something dodgy about how. Yeah, who was getting the prize or whatever. Oh, okay. So in the end, they got banned from like give doing possibly. Ways. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I know. I think obviously with a retweet and like different or like yeah. like share is difficult because there's no, you know, there's no offer. It's not a real contract because like there's no offer and acceptance. There's no like consideration. That's true. So like there's an offer and acceptance, but the consideration is what have I given to this? Yeah. You know what? What <clears throat> impact is it having on me? None. So like. It's just shitty. Like, it's, it's, like, it's a shit way to gain followers. Like, I mean, I know Lad Bible... Competitions are a good way to get them if they're real competitions. I don't know if Lad Bible does competitions a lot, but like their big thing is if you send a fail or a video clip into them, they'll give you, I think it's like 100 quid. But then they own the rights to it. Again, so then, yeah, it's yeah. their video. Whereas, so, yeah. like, you go to one of the other companies to do it, and like, like I said, Steph's like probably got nearly a grand from this video. And like, amazing. Yeah. And like, she doesn't know where it's going or who else. She just knows that, like, she gets a like a fucking check every few often. It's like cool. Oh, sweet. Well, that's yeah. that's like the easy way to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, for this edition, I don't really have an article, but we're, we're just going to discuss the whole thing of their big thing of Lad Bible ruining films. Yeah, like their big thing. Like, it's a big thing I hear across all social media. Um, Some did it with uh, Harry Styles spoilers in um, in Eternals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, does he you... appear in it? Oh, so he, he's, he's the end credits. He's Thanos' his brother, Eros. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard this. So, yeah, yeah. basically, he shows up in the post credit scene. But before the movie came out to the public and wide, they shared... I mean, he was at the premiere, so everyone knew he was going to be here. No one knew who he was playing. And then they... Like, The Sun, I think it was, and Lad Bible did it, because I saw it. Yeah, that They was shared, that. like, a picture of him or Harry Styles playing Thanos' brother. And obviously, to a lot of people, like, the majority of people who watch this film, that means absolutely nothing, because they're just yeah. like... All right, that's cool. All right, Marvel stuff, cool. Yeah. And whereas, like, for someone like me, like, I know who Eros is. I, he's Star Fox. I, I'm very aware of who he is. That's a really big deal for me. And I would not, have, you know, I don't appreciate that being spoiled for me. 
massively. Yeah. Well, again, again, the reason why I brought this one is because, again, going back to what we talked about at the start, we saw Ghostbusters recently, and it was pointed out to me by my girlfriend. A lot of people got pissed off at Lad Bauer because they ruined the ending to that. So spoilers for that, like, like I mean, a lot of people, it's a film where a lot of people are hating it, a lot of people loving it, depending on if you're a big fan of the franchise. But yeah, it's got a really, if you're a fan of the series, I think a lot of people are really touched by the Howard Ramos ghost appearing at the end and the little tribute they did to him. But again, Lad Bible spoiled that. They just bring him back from Dead Silence where he's a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I was talking because because obviously when he turned up to the coast, I was like, yeah. I prefer this cameo in Dead Silence. And was like, who is he in that? Because obviously he's de-aged in that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, after life, he's de-aged. And I was like, you know, the, the dad who's not really alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dead I was like, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been that she's just behind him with the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we're doing the hand thing because that's what she does, isn't it? She uses a spinal cord or something to move them around. Well, it's like it's, I think it's just hollowed out and they've yeah. just got a puppet mechanism put in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great movie. It's all right. I remember seeing it. I love it. Well. It's like yeah. really scared me as a kid. I mean, it's just like a whole film about creepy dummies and all people are. It's like it's like the clown effect. A lot of people are just scared of dummies because of. Sorry, it was the, the, it was the actual like woman herself who scared me. Yeah, she's pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah um, <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, no, um, yeah, it's it's a huge thing of lad battle. I mean, we, it's social media in general. So like a big thing for me, wrestling spoilers. I have to avoid social media like the plague. Lad Bible does 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 a bit of reporting we'll on do wrestling. It when it's like fucking WrestleMania or something. Oh, like yeah, like when, when it's relevant or like that's what really pisses me off. Man. They're yeah. just such populists. Like they just yeah, go, they go after like the low like the low hanging fruit because they like you know. They never cover rugby, but if the rugby will come final, they'll cover it and it'll cover it badly. Yeah. You know? Or it'll be like random, someone randomly wrote an article about Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it's like, you know, wrestling's moved on. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Stone Cold's a legend, but this like. This man drank beer in the ring. Yeah, it'd just be <laughs> shit like that. And it's just like, but like, no, for like social media, it's just, it's mainly the actual wrestling companies. AEW's not that bad of it, but WWE is. So, like, if WWE has a pay per view and I couldn't step to watch it, I have to avoid social media like the play because I usually have to go through work and then watch it. See, for me, it's really hard. Like, I, I more often than not, I will spoil the whole card before I get yeah. to watch it. See, I'm like obviously a massive MMA fan, so I often have a similar issue where, like, if I don't stay up for it, yeah, like tonight is a card and I'm probably not going to stay up for the whole thing. So, MMA for me, like, I, I that'll often get like spoiled because, like, if, if I'm not staying up, but I stay up for most of them, yeah, but if I don't. It'll probably get spoiled because all my mates on Twitter talk about it, so I will, I'll see it instantly. That as well. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't mind that so much because I know for a fact that, like, that's I know it's there. So if I go on, I'm accepting that I'm going to see it. Yeah. And then, yeah. But the thing is, for me, like, if I do see it, I won't watch it because I'm like, I'll watch maybe the highlight, but I won't watch the full thing. I'll, I'll, if I spoil a wrestling card, then yeah, more often than not, I'll be I won't bother watching the show. Mm-hmm. I'll just try and watch bits. But then, if it really was a show and there was matches, I know I've heard of excellent i will try and go back and watch yeah, it yeah that's it yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i think that that's that's the benefit of it because you can then selectively choose what you watch uh especially when makers some fights are absolute duds where it's like oh yeah nothing yeah. happens for around for five rounds but then um you know with movies i think it's different because like massively you know like yeah. whenever i tweet about a film like from the pick and mix um account i'll give my thoughts on it but i won't spoil anything Oh yeah, yeah. When we do our episodes, I'll put in the title if we're gonna spoil it. Yeah. Or I'll say very clearly, like, listen, this is gonna be a spoiler talk. We're gonna talk about the plot. That's it. But for anything else, like 
you know, unless it's weeks after, like, just, just don't spoil it. Like, there's a reason why, like, film, like, production companies have embargoes because they don't want it spoils the fans. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I bet, I bet they've been, <laughs> with Sp- again, with Spider-Man coming out, I bet they've been working well, overtime hey, to try and keep that under wraps, but it's not. Well, remember how, like, yeah. Venom got released earlier in the US than it did here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, the post-crash stream was leaked all over the internet. Yeah, yeah, um, and spoil it for UK fans. <laughs> yeah, guess who gets Spider-Man: No Way Home two days before the we, US? Yeah. These, the guys, the these guys, these so, guys. Yeah, Americans. <laughs> I am gonna fucking spoil every little bit. So when Toby and Andrew turn up and team up with Doc Ock and Tom Holland, I'm telling you now, I'm gonna tell you all about it. <laughs> Thirty minutes before the first ever showing in the US, I'm gonna just put it all out. So you prepared, can all see uh, prepared it. to have your night ruined by Harry. No, I wouldn't do that. Obviously, <laughs> but. Oh no! This is this is the fun advantage. You you've got the chance to just completely make up some wild shit oh, no. and try and see if anyone believes it. Can't believe <laughs> can't believe Professor X turns up. Can't believe Patrick Wol- Stewart. What? Can't believe Wolverine. Fucking Hugh Jackman's back in the role again. Oh, Patrick Stewart teams up with Deadpool. Madness! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Wrexham in Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait. That boy took a shit in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, no, like, that was the main run for this week. No article, but yeah, Lad Bible. And a lot of other places just stopped fucking ruining films. Yeah, just no need. Yeah. Like, fair enough if you click on the fucking article that says that's your spoilers, own You're dumb if you don't want to get spoiled. So, some, do you know what it is, though, for me? I've got this weird kind of, not kink, but. Like certain things, I want. I like being spoiled. Okay. Like so, maybe not Marvel stuff. Well, Marvel stuff that you're very much on about rumors and stuff. Though. Yeah, I look at the rumors, but I don't mm. look at the leaks. Ben's very much like Reddit heavy on leaks. Oh, okay. And he's like, I've got a really good one. I'm like, go on, show me. Because I don't. If it's not fully confirmed, I don't mind. Because I don't. Right, I don't sure. get my expectations set on that. Sure. Whereas, like, you know, for instance, like if I like when you know when. <laughs> You know when the seventh, Harry, the sixth Harry Potter book came out? Uh, yes, yeah. Half Blood Prince. So there's a big rumor that one of the big characters died. Like J.K. had said that, mm-hmm. and like everyone was theorizing that it was going to be Hagrid or Ron. And I was like, very much like, I'm going to read this in a day anyway. I'm going to know by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. But I need to know who dies now because it, <laughs> it's, it's going to really upset me if I don't know. I need to know now. You need to brace so literally. <laughs> I was in the queue waiting for the book as it came out on release, right? I got the book. First thing I did goes to the last three chapters, just to skim. Like, not looking at the details, just looking for yeah. a name. And obviously, one of the, I think one of them was like Dumbledore's funeral or something like that. So I knew Dumbledore died. Uh, and I was like, right, okay, cool. I can get I on with this now. now. Like, for certain things, I, I have to know. I can't wait. Whereas, like, for Spider-Man, like, I'm very much like... I love all the rumors. I love theorizing. Oh yeah, but I'm like, oh, if someone spoils, really truly. Spo- so if if someone says, "Oh, this is a leak," and it's like on Reddit, I'm like, "Oh, I'll, I'll read that. That's fine." If someone who I know seen the film and they come out and say, "This is what happens," I'll be, I, that'll piss me off. Oh, yeah, weird yeah, for some yeah. reason. But like, I don't, I don't know. Whereas <laughs> for Harry Potter, I was like, I need to know. I need to know now. But uh, yeah, like, I don't know why it is like Shit's Creek. I'm saying I love that at the minute. I've no already spoils. I've already read on Wikipedia. I've already read the last three episodes on Wikipedia. All right, well, don't... I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> it was just an impulse. I, just no, like... That's it. I just for certain things I just get a massive. I need to know what happens here. Like you know, for Endgame, yeah. 
where like all those leaked videos start coming out literally the day before it came out, I went and watched all of them. Because I had too much anxiety over what was going to happen. Uh-huh. I think it was more anxiety about not going to like what's going to happen, so I need to know. No, just, I get Just because then when I go in, I watch one clip and I'm like, right, okay, I'm done. I know. I know how I like where that's going. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, mean, I don't know. So See, for Spider-Man, I'm very much like, I love the fear, but I'm like, I don't, I don't please don't tell me. I think, I think, I'm, I'm not quite the same as you, but like the, there are points where even though there's a film I'm really wanting to see and I would rather keep a surprise, I have knowingly clicked on these articles and read what the spoiler will be. Sometimes, Venom it not every time. I mean, Ghostbusters, I was trying to go in completely blind and do you know how I spoiled it for myself? Uh-huh. Action figures in Forbidden Planet. Because uh, they, they've got the plasma series, which I've got see, I knew original from, and they've got the figures on shelf where uh-huh. it's the it's the younger kids, but then also the older Ghostbusters. Right. So I was like, "Well, see, I knew like that's going to happen." Murray uh, and the other two were turning them. I didn't know about Ramus. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so Ramus was Ramus was still a surprise because that was he was because because <laughs> it was just it was just the the three. There's not like a ghost figure of him. Yeah. Yes, but it might be now. But so that was that oh, that was a surprise. But yeah, like I knew they were going to show up, but it was still one of those things. Like, well, given Bill Murray's not always been. The com- showing the complete love to the franchise over the years, would he come back yeah. again? So it was still, like, there's still a bit of some mystery. Ma- imagine, to it. right? If like someone at Lab Bible, because they probably do get access to this kind of shite. Oh, yeah. Because, well, they've got because they're a news yeah, thing that they'll, does, they'll get invited to press trunkets, get they, things imagine, like that. Right? Right? If they genuinely got to see Spider Man like on the premiere before everyone else gets to see it, and then, they, and then they posted something saying, like, confirmed they're in it. Like, yeah, do yeah. you know, like, we all know at this point. Toby and and uh, Andrew are going to be in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. I think there's a new trailer. I think that's going to come out when they release tickets. I think on Monday. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see them in that trailer. I think at this point, I feel like because they've not done enough to diffuse like the hype that they're going to be in it. Yes. If yeah. they didn't have it in, there'd be there'd be a massive backlash to them, and it'd be potentially damaging for their business. But because once it gets out, they're not in it. Everyone's going to be like, "Well, I'm not going to go see it." Yeah. You know what I mean? I think people will still, but they won't get the same thing because the track, the trajectory is on. The minute it's going to go another money. Imagine though, like they spoiled it and completely tanked the film. If like if they weren't in it and they were like, oh, if they did that, so big shock as Toby and Andrew aren't actually in it, and it just completely tanked Disney. Disney would buy that pissant news company and then just just to put them out of business. I I want them to do something like that where they really really fuck up with someone who's got like. A lot of money and power, and they can just be like, oh, "We're going to fucking wipe you off the face." Of the I feel like that could happen one day. Mm. I mean, I mean, for for as much as shoddily written stuff is, I think they are still a little bit careful that they're not because, yeah. like, very bear in mind they're a news company, so they do have to follow probably the same regulations Sky does, BBC. Yeah. So, like, they've got to be careful. Let's hope they hack someone's phone who's dead, like the News of the World did, or something, so they can get like as much as terrible over here. I mean, I hope something like that happens, just so they yeah. get fucking put under, or someone yeah. else takes over and tries to make it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, it's just a name like Lad Bible. I mean, you know, yeah. you know what you're gonna get, don't you? Yeah. I mean, they put um, Lad Bible's the reason why you don't see things like remember magazines like Zoo and Nuts yeah. because of things like Lad Bible. They went out of business, so that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing, but like, yeah, that's why a lot of the sort of lad stuff went under. But yeah, toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, and all that. And they have moved away somewhat from that. They have, yeah. Again, like there are elements to Lad Bible I can enjoy, but again, for the most part, overall, I'm just like, do better or just go away. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, fuck them. Um, can I, can I just say quickly as well? Sure. One yeah. of the most disappointing moments of my life was realizing that fuck, fuck her right in the pussy was all staged. 
Oh, oh you, know the, from you know that meme where like the guy would turn up at random like oh, news, yeah, news yeah, things yeah, and he'd be yeah, like, yeah. I just yeah. want to say, fuck a Ryan the pussy. <laughs> like, I was so upset when I found out that was all staged. And the guy who made a whole documentary on it where he's like, yeah, this has all been fake. Oh, right. And so it, the news people oh, put him up to no, it? No, no, no. They weren't real news. Oh, okay. Things. It was like all staged. It was just so like a skit. So it spawned like this whole like culture of people doing it. And it turned out to be like not real. Oh, it's like the guy who had the hood up and the glasses. Yeah, I remember born. now. Yeah, so he kept yeah, appearing, yeah. didn't he? And like everyone's like, "How does he keep getting on these?" Yeah, it's fake. That yeah. really, that really upset. They me. made it up. Um, <laughs> in terms of plugs, yeah, I mean, Pig and Mix podcast. It will be coming back at some point. Obviously, Greg will be on there. Liam will be on there. Um, ben might be coming back. We were meant to record on Friday. We had to cancel because of the weather. Um, but he may be coming back at some point. But yeah, I think going into New Year, Spider Man's going to be a big, big thing for us. Um, and we are we have been particularly Marvel heavy recently, but I would like to get back into just doing regular films as well, going yeah. back to the old style of doing it. So that'll be starting within the new year, stuff. classic stuff. Maybe doing like the hundred movies we haven't seen and doing stuff like that. That'd be cool. Um, and going through movies we haven't seen, or maybe one of us has seen and one hasn't, and getting opinions on that. Um, if you like football, I don't know if many of your listeners will, but just I've go got for it. Deadball specialists. Uh, you can find us through my Twitter as well. It's a football weekly football podcast about the Premier League, and we talk about lovely stuff. We have quizzes in there, a bit of fun. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> um, you've seen that? You've seen the video? No. Where it's like, uh, it's a uh, Gennaro Gattuso, who's like an Italian ex football player, but he's now a manager. And he was in an interview in Sky, and they were asking him about his recent form. He's like, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> and so we have a section where we talk about how some sometimes football's good, sometimes football shit, and we highlight good and bad stories throughout the week, and it's a bit of fun. Uh, and that's got Nathan on it. It's got my mate Scott, and we've got my mate Richard on there as well. And it's a lovely bit of fun. Uh, and that's weekly, so you can check that out. A dead Ball Specialist, and obviously Pick Mix Podcast for your movie needs. Tree. That, good movies, Liam. <laughs> good movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we've got any releases. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, yeah, and if you want to follow us over here, it's Young Men Yell at Clouds for Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Young Men Yell at Clouds, all one words, no capitals for Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow me for wrestling chat with the rest of my Bear Hook boys, that's the Bear Hook Club podcast, Facebook and YouTube, Bear Hook Club pod Instagram, and Bear Hook Club on Twitter. And you can find both these at the website, bearhookpod.wixsite.com forward slash bearhookclouds. Uh, until then, take care, everyone, and goodbye. Bye.